across the UK, online and on DAB. Access all radios. Talk radio. Give it some lip. Talk radio. Thank you to the tramp. Now, a decent radio show. I'm going on strike next week, and I'm going to tell you why. Also, we've got Bernie Clifton on the show. 0344 499 1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Today for five minutes, I was the coolest dad, uh, um, not just on the planet, in the galaxy a long time ago, in a far, far away. Uh, Mark Hamill tweeted me. Yeah, I know. Mark Hamill tweeted, what's got two thumbs, a goatee, and has been tweeted by Mark, this guy. Um, Mark Hamill tweeted me because i know he likes his 60s music he likes all the bands i like he likes the turtles and the monkeys and i know he's big fans of the kinks and big friends with um dave davis from the kinks and i saw mark tweeted howard kalen from the turtles i'm kind of friends with howard and i said i i snuck in i went oh mark if you ever fancy coming on my show 
just to talk about music, you'd be very welcome. And I added Dave Davis from The Kinks. And Dave Davis then replied, he's coming, Dave's coming on the show soon with his son, Russ. They've got a new album coming out, the two of them. And I, and, um, I said, get them on, get them on. They're coming. They're coming on soon. Dave Davis is an absolute legend. Um, and his, and his son, Russ, who, who, who um, I'm really, I've spoken to Dave before, never spoken to Russ. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and so Dave replied saying, yeah, I'd be up for that. No, D- D- Dave said, I'd be up for that. You should get me and Mark on together. So that's not cool. And then Mark Hamill replied something along the lines of, I'd love to. I can't do it at the moment. I'm very, very busy. Hashtag someday. Now. That's not an out and out no. Yes, it's, it's, the ball has been kicked into the long grass. Okay. But that's not a no. And that's not an ignoring of. That's given me hope. And I was able, I took a screenshot of that and I sent it to my boys. I said to, to my, I said to my wife, I said, tell the boys, has just messaged me saying he'd like to come on my radio show one day. And for five minutes, dear listener, dear viewer on the Periscope, for five minutes, I was the coolest dad in the world. You know, you get those mugs. Can you check if the fan is on? I'm wearing a thick shirt this evening. Ed, so that may be making me sweat more than usual. Got a shirt that I've, I bought about two years ago. I've never felt confident enough to wear it. It's white. It's Thank you, Ed. Um, it's white, but it's, it's got poppers on, so I can do this. Look at that, poppers, you see? It's like 70s. It's quite 70s. I like it. I've never never felt confident enough to wear it. Today I felt confident enough to wear it. Oh, remind me, I, I, I'll tell you about when I had um, 10 seconds of Zen as well. Um, so for, for, for five minutes... I was the coolest dad in the world. You know you get those mugs, world's best dad, right? Turns out there are are actually loads of them. It doesn't necessarily mean you are the world's best dad. I've got some socks that say I'm the world's best dad. Turns out there's a company that just prints loads of them, and you can actually, you can just buy them. I thought my children had gone, had to, like, submit you know, like videos of me and profiles of me and, and, and stuff, and, and that I'd won World's Best Dad. Turns out loads, you can just buy them. Even if you're a woman, you can wear those. It's an absolutely stupid situation, and something needs to be done about it. Um, but for five minutes, I was the world's best dad. 0344-499-1000. Good evening, Mark. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? How cool would that have been, dear listener, if that had been Mark Hamill? What a uh, what, wouldn't no, that... this is Mark Hamill. What? Um, oh, yeah, I, I um. Oh, I thought you were American. No, yeah, no, no, you, you, you thought wrong. Oh, I thought. Well, there you go. You say I thought. I, I, I often do think wrong. That's just the way. That's just the way it is. No, 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 I'm not actually Mark Hamill. I just oh. have the name Mark. Ah, would have been a gr- the best introduction to a guest if you were. But never mind, Mark. You're just as you're you're just as welcome. <laughs> you're more no. welcome. That that would have been fantastic. Yes. Unfortunately, no. I'm I'm just uh, a guy whose name is Mark. I'm just a man with a man's courage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll help anyone I can help in the universe. Uh, I don't I don't know that one. That's um Queen, isn't it? Flash Gordon. I like every man, every woman, every child, everybody in the world is Flash. Ah, uh, you know what? I, I remember um getting uh. The uh, live um, 1983, was it 1983? Dale! The, the live 93. Dale! 
Uh, oh, man, I had that. It was like the first, pretty much the first uh, tape I ever received. Queen, Queen Live. Yeah, yeah, it was like, I'm sure it was 1983, maybe 1986. So, 86, yeah, something like that. Oh, man, and, and, and now you're putting it to me, and now I've lost it. Oh, well. I'm just resetting the Periscope, because I think it, there's, there seems to be a little bit of a problem with Periscope recently, so just restarted it. Anyway, Mark, you've that's, called, you've called in. What do you um, for us? No, absolutely nothing. Um, oh. I am a, uh, a guy who likes listening to your, most of the podcast. Yes. Um, I also like a drink. Um, I'm also very concerned that one day I will call you very drunk, like other people that are here on the uh, podcast. People, so I, 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 I speaking to someone the other day at the um, the performance ring. They said, "Oh, I'll, I'll call you one day." I, I haven't got the courage, so I'll do it, and I'm drunk. I went, "I went, no, don't," because most drunk callers embarrass themselves. Yeah, no, and I and I, and I hear that very regularly, and I think, oh, and then I'm, I'm always like, oh, I'm going to be that guy that's one day going to make that drunk call. I mean, listen. If drunk people phone up, then they phone up. But I get no, I get very little pleasure from destroying a drunk person because it's so easy. No, no, well, that, that, I dumped that. Okay. I dumped that. You heard of, oh, I've been dumped. That's fair enough. Uh, yellow fair card, enough. yellow card. Because I'm, I'm trying to adhere to quite a strict. I apologise. That's okay. Apology accepted. I fully understand where you're coming from. Thank you. And yes, yellow card is very much what I deserve. Yes, especially my first call. Okay. Um, no, no, yeah, no, and I, and I think, oh, God, that could be me, uh, but then, then sometimes I hear, um, people that call up drunk, and, uh, and, and, and you're very friendly to those, those people yes. sometimes, because you, uh, you, you, uh, you, you know them? They, I, I find drunk, I find drunk people so boring, though, and they think that they are either, A, so interesting, or B, so funny, and generally they're neither, they're just... Oh. Where do I fit on this list at the moment? Huh? Where do I fit on, on that list at the moment? Well, you, you sound a little bit slurry. Uh, yeah. W- may I ask why that might be? Uh, I'm two or three days down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, uh... so, yeah. So you said that you would... you. So you said that you would <laughs> call in when you were drunk, oh. but you're drunk now. Uh, um, I'm two or three drinks down. I wouldn't say I'm drunk. No, but the fact that you oh. swore and the fact that you said drunk... In- oh, no, OK, all right. Well, shall we call it a night? Yeah. Have a good day. Ta-ta. 0344 is the telephone number. Here's the thing. Radio is bland as at the moment. It is dull as. It is so boring and banal. Um, apart from this show... There's nothing else worth listening to on the radio. And I am sick to the back teeth of carrying an entire industry on my shoulders. Okay? I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of it. Okay? Nothing. There is nothing on the radio. I'm speaking about the radio. Okay? There is nothing on any radio station that even comes close to what I am doing with this show. And I haven't even really got started with this show yet. I'm still warming up. I'm still uh, flexing my muscles. Um, I've got a brilliant thing planned if I, if I can get the balls to do it. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a corker. Um, 
But, um, I listen to the radio a lot and I just find it tedious. I find it obnoxious. And I'm not, it's not a left, right political thing. It's not that. That's not the issue. Someone said, oh, left, because I, because I also said, um, I said something on Twitter about, um, I don't like Farage and Hopkins. Oh, it's because the left, the left don't like people from the right. I said, no, 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 no. They're just crap at uh, radio. That's why I don't like them. I, I, I can listen to right-wing people. Of course, I, I, one of my favourite presenters is, is, a, is a right... Nick Ferrari, I think he's brilliant. I, I prefer listening to Paul Ross, but Nick Ferrari, he's right-wing. So it's not, it's not the politics of it, it's just the fact that they are rubbish. And radio... <coughs> I'm really sorry, radio. We are at a, a pivotal point in radio's history. It can go one of two ways. It can do what I think it's close to doing which is crash and burn with the advent of of podcasts and um listen again and spotify and youtube and all of these things and things that we haven't even just think there will be apps and um social media networks that we haven't even thought of yet that are being created now right new ways of listening and communicating right and, and with all of those radio could die could, could, could kill it they could kill radio, right? Or it could go the other way and succeed and grow and mature and, and, and become experimental and life-enhancing and, 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 and enriching. But at the moment, it's hashtag Radio Bland. It's hashtag Radio Bland. Now... I'm 15 hours a week. 15 hours a week. In, 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 I mean, how many radio hours are there uh, a, a week? Probably something like, I'm just going to do some very quick maths. There's got to be about 15,000 radio hours a week. Right? At least. At least. Um, I'm 15 hours in that. And I'm sick and tired of shouldering the entire radio industry in this country, by being the only person to do good radio. Okay? So, here's what I'm doing. Next week, I am withdrawing my labour. Yeah. You heard me right. Next week, I am going on strike. Be no radio from me next week. And I am calling... On all other radio presenters to join me as we down the faders, we push the microphones away, and we walk out on hashtag Radio Bland. James O'Brien listens to the show a lot. I probably shouldn't say that, but I just did. Tony Blackburn, big fan of the show. Johnny Seinfeld, the showbiz reporter for this station. He's only listened to the show once and we've been on nearly a year. But I am calling on all of you who present radio programmes, whether it be on a national dib-dab radio station like this, or maybe it's hospital radio, maybe you're broadcasting to the, the dying, maybe you're broadcasting to sick children. 
Maybe you work at a community radio station, Wandsworth FM, for example. Great little station, great output. Maybe you work at one of those poxy BBC local radio stations, okay? Well, if you do work there and you can come out from under the thumb of the suits that control you, maybe you'd like to join me. As I say, next week, hell no to hashtag Radio Bland. This is not a bit. I'm not doing a thing. It's not a gag. This is genuine. This is a genuine call to arms. I have the backing uh, of the RPU, the Radio Presenters Union. They support me in this 100%. If you present a radio show, just think about the industry you are tacit in approving. Hashtag Radio Bland. Next week, I'm withdrawing my labour from radio for an entire week. I suggest you do the same. Ferrari, Ross, Hartley Brewer, the other people that work on this station whose names I don't know, Dale, O'Brien, Nocti, Glover. It's time to take radio back. Are you with me or again me? Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Always nice to see one of our callers who has a gold pass, which means we have got other people on the switchboard. But the gold pass, if you're lucky enough to have one, you jump straight to the front of the queue. And Mark, that's just what's happened to you, mate. What you got for us? <laughs> Even Ian, yeah, I've just been listening about your uh, wonderful radio idea, yep. to be honest with you, because uh, with uh, myself, you probably know this already, because I've interviewed yourself and Kath um, yes. at a community radio station in Macclesfield. Are you joining me next um, week on strike? Uh, well, hopefully, yes, because I, I would like to call upon every single community radio station this to switch good. off their transmitter completely. Yep. And we, w- we would be willing to do this at Canal Side yes. if every single community radio beautiful. station would join us. Because the, the, way of, the way the funding's going at the moment for the community radio sector is just absolutely unbelievable. You know, left, right and centre, uh, everything's being pulled, all yeah. the funding, you know, well, there's, there's, there's money I, going I worked, into at, I worked at BBC local radio and everything was being pulled there just not the funding yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah very yeah. true very, very true. true but it's you know i i would be willing to join your you know your club beautiful to literally turn off everything a whole station being turned mm-hmm. off in support of hashtag radio bland Correct. I might have to clear it with my manager first, because obviously I'm only deputy, but... <laughs> well, sure, hey, I'm listen, sure you, you speak to him, and, I, I, and can I just say, Radio Today have shown an interest in this, um, other radio stations, I am happy for the press, the press are listening right now, Radio Today, the Daily Mail, they're all listening, the Sun, they're all listening, um... I am happy to be interviewed about this. I will talk next week about this, just not on a radio station, okay? I can do press, <laughs> I can do phones, but I can't, I can't go on a radio station and talk about it. I, a week of not 
broadcasting. That's what's happening, Mark. And you're saying you're with me, brother. I'm with you, brother. Yeah, definitely. I do the breakfast show at a community station. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I'll just take a week off. Take them down, Mark. Thank you very, very much indeed. And it's always a pleasure to speak to our uh, Gold Card members. Good evening, Jessica. Um, hi there, Ian. Hello. Yes. Um, well, I mean, up the workers, obviously, tonight, isn't it? It really, really is. I've had enough, Jessica. I've had enough of being the only decent radio show on British radio. No longer. Hashtag Radio Bland. We are going to change things, Jessica. I'm, I'm on board. I mean, to hear that last guy, um, I mean, it's in a way, it's sad that people are sort of, you know, thinking that radio is like drudgery or something. I think that's the problem. I think what you do, Ian, and this is why it's great that you're obviously sort of the self-appointed leader of the gang. Yep. Well, well, that's a slightly inappropriate phrase, but yes, I I know what you're saying. Yes. Um, We'll not have that as your campaign theme. No, probably best not to. Although I did buy a Gary Glitter album today on iTunes. Well, that's spooky. Yeah, it is a bit. Anyway, go on. Um, so what you, what I think you should, I'm not 100% sure that you can actually legally, legally kind of call us right, but let's Well, no, we hang, on, hang on, yes, I no, can. I'm happy to think we can. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that you should get your manifesto in place. I think you've already said it's about blandness. Yeah. Yeah. It's about boringness. It's about gaunt. It's about well, no, like I did, that. no, I didn't say it's about him. Well, no, it's not, and it's, it's specifically not about him. I'm talking about radio broadcasters. Um, no, it is, it is about the, it is about the blandness that is, you yeah. switch on any radio station any time of the day, apart from this station between 10 and 1 on weeknights, it is bland. And yeah. I have had enough of it. Hashtag Radio Bland. I think hashtag Radio Bland is good. Um, I think that you bring a fun element to radio. You bring something different and unique and something's got to change. Um, Some people are very good at doing certain things. It's it's Radio Bland and it's Radio Cruel. It's a cruel bit that I can't stand. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, I used to listen to LBC all the time, but I just can't very much anymore because of certain positions that they've taken. Yep. That's up to them. It works, you know. Um, oh, I don't I mean, mind I don't mind the political slanting. Yeah. Um but the, but but I, I do think the Hopkins and Farage, I just think they're rubbish at radio. They're not very good at radio. They're not very good at it. Uh, well, I mean, I've neither, I, I'm proud to say I've not listened to either. So I, oh, I, I have. I have listened to them, because I, I thought, I, if well, I'm going to slag them off... Well, you've I'm, got to. You're in politics now. I'm going to give them the benefit. I, I will get... And I've listened to them a couple of... A few times, and they are not very good at radio. They are not great orators. They are not great um, uh, uh, people at inspiring. They're not great at conveying ideas. They're terrible. Well, they are the, de- the, the definition of bland, but that's, that's, it's about who they are, not what they say. Yep. Whereas about you, you're about what you say, and what you're saying is come out and strike on Monday. I mean, I'm actually off next week, so I can pretend um, that, I, that I'm going to, like, show up at some point or something with a banner. What, what is the plan? The plan is very, very simple, Jessica. I am calling on all radio presenters to not show up for, week, uh, show up for work next week. I'm also asking something of the radio listeners. I'm asking all radio listeners on Sunday night to switch off their radios and not turn it on again for a whole week. Switch off your radios, listeners. Don't listen online. Don't listen on DAB. Take some CDs or cassettes in the cars. Sit with your thoughts, not other people's. Hashtag Radio Bland. I think that's a really good idea. I'm happy to do that. Um, We can all listen to your podcast. Um... 
you're in sort of, you know, you're calling a strike, mm-hmm. you, know, you can have a revolution, yep. you can you can promote your podcast, you can have a go at people, because that's what you do now, you're in politics. Yep. Um, so I wish you were with it. Thank you. Um, let's see how it goes. Um, the thing that I was actually calling about very quickly... Hang on, hang on a minute, I'm just getting some... Um... Hang on, I'm just getting something on Twitter. I'm getting breaking news. This is actually serious. Sorry. Um, yeah, Mark Hamill just liked a tweet I sent him. Yeah. I know. I was like, this is what I was going to talk to he you just, about. He just, literally just then, because he said he couldn't come on, and I said, all right, thanks, Mark. I'll gently nudge you, nudge you from time to time, if you don't mind. I love you and your taste in music. I He's know. literally, 21 seconds ago, liked that tweet. Yeah. Hamill will be coming on this show one day. I think that, you know, it's a great day for you. You're sounding good. You're yeah. about to revolutionise radio. I'm wearing a shirt I'm with Mark poppers. Mark Hamill's liked your tweet. What more can I'm you I'm wearing do? a shirt with poppers, look. Um, do you know what? Surprisingly enough, I'm not watching Periscope. Good. But I believe you. Thank you very much indeed, Jessica. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Thank you very much. It's really simple. You want to get part? You, you want to take part in this strike? Of course, you can stand outside Capitol uh, with banners and placards. I, I totally, totally endorse that. Anybody that wants to stand outside their local BBC station or their Heart station or or wherever with placards um, uh, 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 and, and braziers alight, not Jeff. Uh, I totally endorse that. This is a peaceful protest, though. I don't want any violence. Not hashtag not in my name. It's a peaceful protest. Presenters, really simple. Don't turn up for work. That's it. Just for a week. Don't turn up for a week. I, uh, for, for a week. I don't work. I don't get paid. Fine. You know. But I've got a few quid in the bank. So I am happy for uh, other radio presenters who, who maybe aren't as financially solvent as me. I'll put a few quid into a, into a pot. You know, like you get um, when the firemen go on strike. Um, they have like outside with the bins and they're shaking the buckets and stuff. I'm happy to do that for other radio presenters who are not as fortunate as me. Of course I am. I put a few quid in there. Would be an absolute honour. Absolute honour. If you're prepared to join me, hashtag bland radio, I'm prepared to slip a few quid in your back pocket so that your kids have got something to eat. All right. Uh, so if you're a presenter, simple. Don't turn up for work next week. If you're a listener, simple. Don't switch on your radio next week. Right. 0344 499 1000 Hashtag Radio Bland Unmissable late night radio With the original king of unconventional conversation Make contact with Ian Lee Late night Ian Lee On Talk Radio We'll get you talking Andrea Hello Good evening Well first off I thought you're on holiday next week And that's why you're doing it I'm on strike next week Yeah but then I thought yeah, you're definitely on strike. Because I, I seem to remember a tweet that said you should take a holiday, but I think they probably tell you that every week, don't oh, they? Oh, people tell me that because yeah. they uh, they care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they care. Really care. Well, they I really haven't got time for holidays, care. but I have got time for political statements. Hashtag no, Radio. No, it's, it's, it's like I just jotted down, oh, he's on holiday next week. And I thought, mm, he's not. No, I'm not. Um, well, who goes on? Hang on. Who goes on holiday in the second week of March? What oh, idiot would someone, do that? Someone needs to use the holiday up for April, end of the tax year, maybe. The end of the tax year is... Well, hang on. Well, to use up... Use up... Hang on. Who... You, you don't understand tax. Who uses up money on a holiday before the end of the tax year? No. Oh, goodness. I was PAYE, so that's when you do it. So, sorry. So, no, my bad. Um, yeah. So I've got. Hang on a minute. I've got someone tweeting me saying, "Phone me up." Um, uh, you, I've emailed you your, my phone. Number. 
Call in. It's a phone-in show, not a phone-out show. <laughs> Dearie me. Um, I, I sort of want to agree with you, because I really like you, oh. about the strike. Yes. But I tune into this show every single... Monday to Friday. Yeah. It's my wind-down. Oh. And it's... It's such a Wind good time, but yes, with low moods, I don't want that all the time. You you give something really special, yeah, yeah. and I don't want to tune in to the other radio stations I do no. during the daytime. No. I only only listen to talk radio. So there's part of me saying, yeah, what you're doing is really good, but I'm thinking a bit selfishly. No. With low mood... Um, Switch off the radio all of next week. Don't listen to anything. Yeah, but... Don't listen to anything next no, week. Read mad. a book. Sit with your... Sit, read a book. Sit with your I thoughts. I can't read a book. My concentration levels are rubbish. Meditate. I don't want to. Read a comic. Um... Ah-ha! <laughs> if I sat here long <laughs> I, enough, I could you know, find you something better. I could find you something to do. The radio is numbing your mind. There is nothing on the radio <laughs> yeah, worth listening James to apart from this James show. James he is numbing James your mind. Since I he like got those you. big audience figures, he's gone dull. And even he would admit that. But. but Switch it off, Andrea. I can't. You're an it's addict. Just yeah, You're an I'm addict. not a social media addict, but I'm I'm a talk radio addict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I'm a bit of a little talk going what? between the radio stations. Honestly, it's a week. No one's going to die. Well, if anyone does die no, as a result of this not, strike, then you know, mm, no you one's going to die. Thing, yes, just to get really. Let's get in there. Go, let's dip. let's let's open it up and climb in. Hang on, just dip down for a minute. Yes, dipping. Okay, dip down. Dipped. Just the few steps dipped, that wrong. Dipped. I'm in conversation with going into a particular house for oh. a particular, basically. Big brother. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you can, fair play, Andrea. Never. You, it's called the Matry. They do stuff that get people out of really big holes. Okay. Yes. And one of the things I read on there yeah. was. No social media, that's yeah. a tick. Great, good, beautiful. Good, that's fine. Yes. No TV, great. Yeah. Brilliant. No radio. Yeah, beautiful. It, no. rot, it rots your brain. Unless no. it's a good show like no. this, it rots your brain. And do you know what I thought? What am I going to do at 10 o'clock when Ian's on? Well, I'm, I'm not on. I'm on strike. Do you really think Ian Dale enriches your life? Do you really think John Holmes... Do you think John Holmes achieves anything? That Sam Delaney has a single interesting thing to say? No, they don't. They're just here getting the dollar. That's it. You deserve better, Andrea. (laughs) Andrea, you deserve better. That was my worry. Not being able to hear you. So if you're on strike next week, I can go to this house. Andrea, go to the house. Honestly, I'm doing this for you. I'm not doing this for me. I'm going to lose money. I'm doing it for you. You deserve better, dear listener. You deserve so much better than the next two 
callers I'm going to put on the air. Let's just play a game, OK? We've had 36 minutes of groundbreaking, cutting-edge broadcasting. All right? Hashtag Radio Bland coming up now. The next two callers will illustrate perfectly just how dumbed down radio is. You ready? Are you ready? Evening, Nigel. Evening, Ian. Told you. <laughs> Told you. That's that's one. Strike one. Yes, Nigel. <laughs> How are you, anyway? I'm You're on right? strike next week, buddy. I know, but um, I, I just wanted to keep in touch. That's always keep in touch with you. That's why I rang the show. Okay. So um, I, I'll ask you a few, a few things. Um, have you seen the nightly show with David Williams on TV? What, um, what David Williams doesn't exist. The, the what the swimmer the comedian swimmer one. He's David Williams. David w- Williams, yeah, Williams. Da- Williams. It? Oh, is it Williams? Yes, yeah, Williams. Mm. Yeah. D- have you seen any of those shows? No, because um, try and have a guess why. Yeah. Well, I know you're on the radio, Bit but busy. have you recorded? You no. no, 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 no. And he gets paid. Guess how much he gets paid per show? Hundred thousand pounds. A show? Are you nuts? Uh, well, you don't get more than that, surely. No, he gets less than that. He gets £50,000 oh. a show. Quite a lot. It's still quite a lot. It's yeah. ridiculous! Do you think that's too much? I do think it's too much. Yeah. And he also, he gets he gets less viewers than I used to get yeah. on the 11 o'clock show. We you used get to get about... Listeners we, on the radio. No, yeah. no. Yeah. But on the 11 o'clock show, we would on a good night, we'd get 1.7 million. Uh, on last night, yeah. they got 1.3 million. Uh, it's not very much. No, it's pathetic! Uh, no. I didn't realise they got that much money. Actually, yes, mate, we're in the we're in the wrong industry, buddy. You you don't get heart. You don't get fifty thousand pounds a week then. No, he gets fifty thousand pounds a show. That yeah, means two hundred and fifty thousand pounds a week. No, you no, don't I, get it in a week though, do you? Um, fifty thousand pounds. No, a week. I get it in about six months. Oh <laughs> no, really? Crikey! Crikey! I eh? thought you was a millionaire. <laughs> get out of town, Nigel. <laughs> Another another thing I saw earlier was that Ma- I saw a Miley Cyrus in Two and a Half Men. You know that cracking series. You saw Two and a Half Men in Miley Cyrus. No, Miley Cyrus was in it. Two and a Half Men. Right. That that I think it was when she was nineteen. Okay. They mentioned her at uh, the age. Yeah. But I thought she was a pretty good actress in it. Yeah. She's not a bad actress, is she? No. But I mean, she's not. She's not. She's altered now. She's a bit completely different, I think. Yes. Hi, Miley. Anyway, I, I ran up to do a song, if I could, please. Of course you did, Nigel. Uh, um, Hashtag Bland that? Radio. Go for it. Um, this is Live to Tell by me singing to Madonna a couple of years ago. Was, she, did she want you to sing to her? Well, I never asked her. I just went ahead and did it. Wow, really? <laughs> and she was okay with it? Did she sit there for the yes, whole I've performance? I've on talk radio before on the other station and no one complained. Well, <laughs> that's your sign of a good gig. No one complained. Anyway, shall I bash on with it? Bash on. Ian. Here we go, Ian. This is my song. Hashtag Radio Bland. Hello? Hashtag Radio Bland. Evening, cats. Hey, baby. Hashtag Radio Bland. Are you with me or again me? I'm with you all the way in. Thank so you. I'm going to put a stop to it. 
from my BBC local radio being Radio Bland. I suggest you stand outside BBC WM in the mailbox with a placard saying, Down with Bland Radio. I can name and shame who it is on local radio at your time slot. I don't, I don't need them, I don't need their names, it's the boss's fault. It is entirely the boss's fault. So it's not Graham Tyneton? No! No, don't, no, I don't want any names. It's not about, you know, I'll do the naming and the shaming, okay? I want you to stand outside your local radio station, dear listener, with a placard and protest peacefully, but hashtag Radio Bland. You deserve better, Alan. I could organise a petition of listeners in Birmingham. Online petition to um, get people to stop listening to that terrible station. I like it. Because we need all the support we can get. Mate, we do. We really do. Are you going to switch off your radio next week? I'm going to delete the BBC iPlayer radio app and me tuning radio app off the phone. Namaste, brother. Namaste. I've got a commitment to turn off for a week. You, you're still there, Nigel? No, oh, Jesus. Yeah, is he just... Pl- stop it. Nigel? Hello, I've got a better song for you if you like to in a minute. No! Um, it's, it's a Kylie Minogue, singing to Kylie Minogue. No. <laughs> Especially for you. No. Please, can I do it? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on, Nigel, ain't that enough of that? No. No. I'm going to get your tape player and shove it up your ass. I would have flown to you to be where you are. Bye, Nigel. I still feel the same. Bye, Nigel. Especially for you. Bye, Nigel. Hashtag Radio Bland. You see? <laughs> Bye-bye, Nigel. You didn't sing with me. No, mate, it was terrible. Bye-bye, Caddick. Thank you. Bye. Up yours. 03444991000. That, dear listener, that is what I'm campaigning against. That. Hashtag Radio Bland. Very, very simple. I'm on strike next week. I am withdrawing my labour from the radio industry. I'm asking all other presenters to do the same. And I'm asking you, dear listener, to play your part. I'd love you to protest peacefully outside Heart or, or, or Capital or your, your, your local BBC radio station. also want you to switch off for a week. Can you do that? 0344-499-1000. Hashtag Radio Bland. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Evening, Rob. Good evening, Ian. How are you? I'm I'm feeling um, inspired. Getting so much so much support um, on, on Twitter for this. Radio Today said they want to interview me. Trevor Dan wants to interview me about hashtag Radio Bland. And listen to this. This is great. A guy called Graham Clark uh, on Twitter. He says, um, I've t- I'm turning off now. That, he said, I'm turning <laughs> off now. He said some other stuff afterwards that's irrelevant. But he says, Ian, I've had to turn off now. That is brilliant. Graham Clark is going on strike days before the strike even begins. <sighs> 
What a Fan- man. What Fan- a- fantastic work, comrade. I'm, I, I, I wish I could be as bold as you, but I'm going to be here tonight. I'm going to be here tomorrow. Bernie Clifton coming up later on tonight. But Graham Clark, you are an inspiration to all of us. Yeah. Thank you, Graham. So, um, yeah, what, Graham Clark, what a, what a guy. Yep. What a man. Yep, yep, definitely. A, got respect. You've got to respect that. Uh, You've got to respect that. And there'll be well, people saying, oh, we should make the, we should ban strikes. We should make strikes illegal. I want to listen to the radio. It's tough. It's tough. You deserve better. You deserve better, dear listener. That's why I'm doing this. I'm going to lose a lot of money next week by not coming into work, by being on strike. I don't mind because you guys deserve better. Well, I've got I've got a few ideas, Ian. Yep. If you want to hear them, um, one of my ideas. I remember when I when I first ran you well, a few months ago, where that really silly, the really silly counties uh, show you did. Remember that one? Um, do you mean the excellent groundbreaking county show where we gave away, we legally gave away counties to everybody? Yes. Correct. Classic well, county was, show, they're calling it, apparently, in the was, uh, Radio Academy now. I was, I was the, uh, the man who, uh, annexed Somerset from the southwest, if you remember. Yes, I, yes, I do. I, of uh, course I remember it, Rob. I recognise your, your, your voice straight away. So what my thoughts was that, um, in, in relation to that, maybe we could run something similar, and um, what we could do is, uh, all the respective leaders could uh, round up all the digital radios and smash them to pieces in a protest. Is that a... Uh, well, could they... Think? Here's the thing. I, I do want this. I don't want any blood shed in this radio revolution, OK? It, it would, and I worry that smashing up radios would... I'd rather burn them. Okay. I'd rather burn radios like they used to do with books. I'd rather burn radios, actually. Let's burn radios and rage our diaries. That's what we'll do, yes. I think it's a great idea. And also, we need to set up a, uh, just for yourself to cover your substantial salary, we need to set up a, uh, maybe a, a crowdfunder just to, uh, buddy, buddy, I appreciate it. Listen, <laughs> I, I knew this was coming for a long, I've had this in the back of my mind for about the last 18 months, okay? I knew this was coming. I've stockpiled food. Um, and toiletries, okay? I've got about six bog rolls. That should keep me going for, for most of the week. And, you know, we'll improvise after that. It's not me you should be worrying about. It's the presenters on um, BBC local stations and um, uh, heart stations where they get paid an absolute pittance. An well, absolute listen to their radio, pittance. It's awful. It, yes, exactly. We, so, we, yes, so you should start a, crowd, uh, start a crowd fund for those, those poor brothers and sisters. Yes. And well, right, okay. Thanks for, thanks for your call, Rob. I really, I really appreciate your support, brother. Thank you. And if you just want to call in and say, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, um, it will be great. We're going to make, we're going to make, um, um, uh, a, 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 a wall of names. And it's going to be an audio wall of names. So it'll just, it, instead of having an actual physical wall that you can see, it's going to be an audio wall of names. And we're going to, I say we're going to put it together. We're going to remember it. And I'm asking you to remember it. So if people phone in and say, I want to be on the wall of names, if you as a listener can remember that name, and then when next week, maybe you get to like Tuesday evening, and you think, oh, oh I need, I need, oh, I need, I need the radio. Just mentally, Run through that wall of names in your head. Okay? And then you realise you're not alone. Um, Gatford. I am alone, Ian. Well, that's because you're, a, you're a, an obnoxious man. I'm, I'm, I am Radio Bland, Ian, and I'm disappointed. Hashtag you, Radio you, Bland. Yeah, hashtag Radio Bland. Obviously, yeah, very millennial. Uh, I, I'm disappointed that you started this campaign, personally. Um, good is good enough. I'm afraid that's, that's all we can expect at the moment. In these times, um, you're the you're problem. Asking, you're the problem. You know, you're you're the problem. You're whipping up 
a, a frenzy of these people. You're building up their expectations unnecessarily, and other words beginning with un. Radio can be good, Gatford. It no. can be good. It doesn't no. have to be wallpaper. It can be stimulating. It can be challenging. It can be thought-provoking. It can be humorous. It can be fun. It doesn't have to be Muslims, Brexit, Trump, wallpaper. You deserve better. Not better. Other people deserve better than that, Gatford. I don't want better, Ian. That's good enough for me. Exactly. And you're the problem. And don't... I said this should be a peaceful protest, but I'm not averse to people um, burning your house down. I take that back instantly. That's disappointing. That was too far. Because, yeah, that, that, that was, was too far. Too I, take far. That, I take that back instantly. Yeah. Not I burn it down. Pour a bit of gasoline, but don't light it. Gasoline? What, do you live in America now? Maybe I would like to. You live in Catford, Gatford? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can still get petrol round here. You are the reason... Right. ...that I'm having to do this, because you've settled for it. You've settled for less than. You've settled for Radio wallpaper. You're the kind of person that thinks Najab Mawaz on LBC is stimulating. You're the kind of person that um, thinks Sheila Fogarty is an engaging conversation. I it's not! support Christo Fufas. Christo, okay. Christo, a brave warrior who, who um, sacrificed himself to the god of good radio. Christo, uh, we should all be kneeling down and worshipping Christo. Where is he now? Nobody knows. Listen, He's been replaced by the bland. Even it's Nihal, the bland leading the bland. Nihal had more Twitter followers than you, and he gave out much better radio, and he wasn't prepared to lie to his listeners and tell them there's something better out there. He knew they should settle. I did something there that I hesitated about doing for literally, a, like, um, not even a hundredth of a, like, thousand, like a ten thousandth of a second. I hesitated because what I did there could be perceived as cruel. And the phones are going mental. Absolutely bonkers. I, I've not got a spare line on the switchboard. So if you're ringing in now, someone will answer eventually. But it's just absolutely bonkers on there. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I did something there that could have been perceived as cruel, but actually it was the kindest thing I could have done. If you find a a, 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 a cancerous dog or um, a, a lame deaf rabbit, the best thing to do. I mean, if you find it in the street, the best thing to do... I'll tell you a story. I was in Spain once. It was a horrible holiday. I'd been given the wrong medication, so my skin went bright red. So I was indoors for most of the time. The sixth day we went out, we had tapas. We were ripped off mercilessly. We spent, we spent all of a week's money on one meal because we got ripped off. Coming back, we saw a car. True, this is a true story. This is an absolutely true story. Saw a car run over a kitten, right? The kitten was flat, but it was still alive. This is absolutely true. I will have told this story before. And my friends just went, oh, let's move on. I went, we can't move on, guys. We can't move on. And I looked in the side of the road and I found a, a half a brick. I stoved that kitten's head in. 
Took three or four goes. The noise was not of this earth. The the splatter of blood at my arm was horrific. But I did the thing I had to do. I just stoved in Gatford's head, metaphorically, not literally. I got half a brick from the roadside, the cut-off button, and I smashed his skull. I cut him off. Because he was killing the show. He's a wounded animal. He has nothing to add. Next week, we have a real opportunity as presenters, as talent, as I'm going to refer to us now, and as listeners, punters, you, we have a real opportunity to make a difference. Imagine, imagine no one listens to Paul Ross's show. No one phones in to Julia Hartley Brewer's show. Or try and imagine something actually fantastical. We can rise up and say no. No to hashtag Radio Bland. No. We don't want this anymore. We want, we deserve something better. We can do this. We've got one chance. We've got one chance. One chance to seize them. To grab the suits by the lapels and say no to your Farages. No to your Hopkins. No to your hashtag Radio Bland. This is happening. I'm on strike next week, guys. I urge you to join me. Presenters, walk away from the dollar. Listeners, read a book, watch a movie, go to bed. Phones have gone absolutely mental on this, and we'll we'll try and get through as many calls as we can this evening. 03444991000. No to hashtag Radio Bland. Oh, and we've got Bernie Clifton later. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a man so fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead.
much time in school, but I told ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The radio revolution starts here next week, dear listener. I am not turning up for work. As far as I know, it's three hours of silence. I don't know. The bosses will probably panic and, and get somebody else in. I'm not here. I'm not turning up. I'm I'm letting them. I'm not, <laughs> I haven't even phoned them up and told them. I'm letting them know now on the air. You listening suits. You listening suits. I'm not coming in next week. I'm on strike. I am calling on all other radio presenters to join me on strike next week for one week. We deserve better radio. George Galloway is good as well, because George has just seen a headline where I say all other shows are bland apart from mine, and he's just sent me a question mark in reply. George is good. The rest, though. There's nothing going on. So, strike next week. Um, and I'm asking you as the listeners, hashtag Radio Bland, share that hashtag. Switch off your radios. You don't need it. You're better than that. You deserve better than that. Let's go to Barry Westwood. Mm. Hashtag Radio Bland, Barry. Ian, comrade, I'm supporting you 100%. You switching I'm, off next week? I am switching and off. You're and you're not going to phone any radio stations next week? No, certainly not. There'll Beautiful. be a little token um, picket line around the radio. It won't be used. And could I appeal to all of my trade union colleagues, the National Union and my wo- mine workers lads up in Cannock Chase in Beautiful. Staffordshire, Beautiful. switch off, keep it off, and let's make this work. All the best, brother. Thank you very much. There, we, there. I mean, support from everywhere. That's a name that we can add uh, to our wall of names. You have to do that yourself. You have to just remember the names. That's Barry Westwood. And when you're feeling lonely next week because you, you've not got the radio on, just think of all of the names um, that have called in. There's one. Russell! Russell! Ian. Russell. Um, I was absolutely shocked. And he, he told, told us that story about the cat. True story. Absolutely true story. I can't believe he killed him. Uh, well, I had to. His body was literally flat and had tyre marks on it. Yeah, but the poor guy had had a few more minutes to live. And yeah, in agony. Like, what do you want me to do? Pick him up like a cartoon and blow in his mouth so he'd expand like, again? I, I fell out the window. Did my mum... Beat me to death. No, well, well, did, well, didn't beat you. Well, listen, I'm not saying that you should have had your head stoved in. The cat was lick. Honestly, I'm not making. I'm not even exaggerating. The cat was flat and still alive. I couldn't leave it there. Well, leave it lives uh, some more minutes. I have some more in minutes. In agony. It was in agony. Yes. But Russell, Russell, lives. Russell, you, you killed you, it. Russell, yeah, I did, and I'm proud I killed it. You are totally, totally wrong on this. It's just heartbreaking. Yeah, well, it was horrible to see it happen, but I did it. 
how about instead of going on strike, yes, you give a week's wages to the guys over in Africa. What guys over in Africa? Who's over in Africa? The, the guys. People. The guys are in Africa. The poor, the guys. What guys? The poor people. You sound like your mates are over. The guys are over in Africa for a week. Give them some spending money. The guys are over there. What guys? You know, the guys. Gary, Greg, Steve, they're over the guys. They're over in Africa. The poor people over there. The poor people. The poor. No. No. You'll be making a difference to I'm the making, world. And, I'm making a difference by going on strike. And it'll make you feel good. No, it won't. A week's wages to the guys, Greg and Steve and Gary in Africa? No. Well. Russell, will, well, you, be well, switch- will you be switching off your radio next week? I get Irish radio. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Will you be switching off your radio next week, yes or no? I don't have a radio, but in the care I'd be listening to no. the radio. So, I, I, I don't care where it is, will you be listening to the radio next week, or will you be switching it off in support of if me? If I'm in the care, probably. Probably what? You'll switch it off, or you'll listen to it? I listen. Scab. No, see, this is, I'm in Ireland. This is the UK thing. This is so, this is can be a worldwide thing. Why why limit it to the United Kingdom? No, see, you're going on strike. I want to enjoy the music that makes me happy, mate. You're a, you're a scab, and that is fine. If you're fine with that, then that's cool. I'm not gonna. I'm not in any way. You know, cheers me up. Well, that's like if I'm if I'm having a bad day, turn out some music. Yeah, we'll play a CD. Play play a CD or learn how to play an instrument. I was fingering a mandolin today. I was. There's this shop near us. Now, Russell, I dumped that because that was inappropriate. Um, there was a, there's a bloke called Chris, a really nice bloke called Chris, who's sort of a mate of a mate. But I know Chris. He runs this concession, this music concession in a department store near me. And it's a really cracking little thing. And, and, and I go in there and I buy plectrums and strings and stuff. But recently they've had some mandolins in there. And every now and then I'll go in and I'll finger a mandolin. I can't play one. I haven't got, but, and they're, but they're beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And they sound great. So I went in there today and I saw Chris. And, I, and he had his back to the thing. I went... <laughs> I slammed the, t- the table. I went, I wish to make a complaint about your shoddy instruments. He turned around. It wasn't Chris. It was someone else. Just some bloke I never met before. And I went, oh, is Chris there? He went, no, Chris isn't in today. I went, oh. He said, what's the problem? I went, oh, I'll come back later. And I ran, oh, terrible. Terrible. I felt worse doing that than I did when I stoved a cat's head in. That's a true story. Uh, and I would do it again if I had to, or if it annoyed me. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Hashtag Radio Bland. Um, Bernie Clifton coming up a bit later on. One of the best interviews we've done. Absolute star. Um, I'm on strike next week. Uh, are you with me or are you again me? Um, Brandon's in Florida. Well done, Brandon. You called in. Yes, Ian, I have. Well done. So, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm willing to, um, make this event worldwide. Beautiful. A worldwide strike. This is it. Um, you know, I, I definitely support what you're doing. Um, uh, ironically, I haven't listened to you for bloody months, as it happens, because you foolishly got me interested in listening to Richard Herring's podcast. Okay, and yeah. that took me to... So, um, 
I think you've put your finger on this, so to speak, um, on previous occasions. The problem is yep. that there is only a certain amount of talent available, and there is too many media no. available. No. Uh, and so, and so, it's the the the, the pot of uh, talent is spread too thinly. Have you considered podcasts and all the other forms of media? Yes, yes. There's just like why hasn't Ri- why hasn't Richard Herring got a, got a show on a radio station? I, I, I do not understand that. Why hasn't Stuart Lee got a show on a radio station? Go on. Well, because there's only so many there's only so many listeners. No, 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 and, no, no. It's not. It's not. Know. I tell you why. It's because the suits are scared to get people who have opinions and talents, so they get the bland. They get the bland. If you've yeah. got, if you've got, well, you can get. If you can um, cause something to trend on Twitter, you're more likely to get a radio show than if you've got talent. That's probably true. Yep, and that's. You that's see, sad. I think w- you see, like what they say. I mean, this—I never bought into this whole, you know, Ian Lee, the wild man of radio. No, it's, that's nonsense. You're not the wild man no. of radio. That's all. That's all stupid. Yes, I agree. Because the, the suits, as you call them, don't know how to. Don't know what you're doing. Yes, thank you. Um, like so, the, the bonus podcast which I listened to today uh, with, with your discussion with the flat earthers, I thought was absolute classic. Now. There was no other radio station that I know would have had 46 minutes or whatever of that item. They just wouldn't have had it. Can last I, sorry, that can long. I interrupt, Brandon? It was classic. But can I interrupt? Thank you. Someone's, look at this. The suits panicking. Sorry, Brandon. I'm really sorry to interrupt, right? I knew this would happen. I knew it. They're scared. It's starting to work. The strike, listen to this, guys. The strike hasn't even started, and the bosses are running scared. Do you know what they've put on the talk radio website? Do you know what they've put? <laughs> no. Ian is taking a well-deserved holiday next week. That's gone up sharpish. Oh, well, that's, that's gone up tonight. Up. It's a cover-up. That's it's gone up tonight. Up. That has gone up tonight. And they're employing the scab, Jake Yap. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. They're scared, Brandon. They're scared. We're on to them. It's a cover-up. Yeah. It's a cover-up. Yeah. You know, and, and I think... Yeah. I think that I think that came out, you know, um, in your discussion with the, the flat Earth people. Um, you know, they mentioned this is really what I wanted to call in about, but there's probably not time now. No, you know, they no. were they were talking about they were talking about Freemasonry yes. and the fact that the Freemasons control, you know, Disney and NASA yes. and behind everything. But we know that so to I be true. It, so I wanted to call in because I'm a Freemason, third degree. You know, I've got the whole thing, and I'm ready to blow the lid off if you could. You know, if well, tell me, so, but the thing is, you're not going to tell me the, the, about the, the child sacrifices and the, you're not going to tell me about any of that stuff, are you? You're going to do the thing about, well, they, they, they have aprons and they wear rubber gloves, and the, but, but the, the fun side of, of Freemasonry, you're not going to tell me about the dark side. Are you? Well, are you? yeah, I, 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 what, I, could, I could only tell you about the... You know, a, a aging guys who get together, the Asian guys, and and try and try to raise money, for, you know, to help yeah. children in yeah, hospitals. Exactly. And like that. You're you not going to tell me the, the truth. Cover, which is the that's the cover that we have. You know, of course it is. Of course it is. We're, as opposed to like controlling, you know, the world's perception of everything and the reptilian, you know, overlords. Well, um, you know, we 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 serve at their at their pleasure. Um, so, uh, but I thought it was very, I thought it was a very interesting discussion. They were great, you know, with the they? flat earthers. Very, very nice But, people. you know, the thing, you've said this before, you said this, yes. like, ages ago. Yes. That things were better when there were, like, 
four channels yes. on the TV yes. and four channels on the radio, yes. and that was it. Yep. That's all you got to choose from. Nowadays, I turn on, I can watch BBC, yep. ITV, I can watch like a gazillion stations. ITV2, ITV3, ITV4. Right, the same stuff. Like play, play, well, play UK is not going anymore. There's I've got, I've got, I've got Amazon, Amazon Prime Bernardo Video. Bernardo Motors, okay. yes. Eight, got, got HBO. The Mucky Channels. Right. Yeah. No, we don't, we don't have that stuff in, oh, we in do. the States. They, we do. Don't, they don't have that. They don't um, have babe stations. Lifetime. Oh, Lifetime. <laughs> Uh, no, that's, that's television for women. Sky Arts. About women. Sky Arts what 2. About Netflix, of course. Netflix. So Netflix who who Netflix has two. enough time to watch all this stuff? There's just too much, there's too much content, surely, chasing too few viewers or listeners. Um, Brandon, I'm glad you called in. Thank you very much indeed. I appreciate that. Dave and Dave Plus One, of course. Um, Gaza is, um, uh, 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 Quo74 on Twitter is supporting the strike. He says he's going to stop listening now. People, su- people supporting the strike now. You don't have to, but it's absolutely um, uh, uh, appreciated. Next week, Monday is when it, the strike starts officially, but the, all of you on Twitter saying you're switching off now... Um, I appreciate the support. I really do, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. I'm sorry I can only read out the first half of your tweets and not the second half. But as you know, time is against it. The first half that says I'm switching off now. The second half, I haven't got the time to read those. Uh, 0344-499-1000. You can try and get through. We have never seen the phones go like this. It is absolutely crazy. Are you with me or again me? Hashtag Radio Bland. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 499 1000. Hashtag Radio Bland if you want to spread the word. And do please, if you've got, um, if you, you follow people, presenters on Twitter, um, do tweet them and ask them, will they be going on strike next week? Don't forget to include hashtag Radio Bland. Um, so any presenters that you, you, you follow from this station, other stations, ask them. Ask the direct question. You deserve an honest answer. They work for you. They are your servants. We are your servants. That's a known fact. Um, so ask, reach out to them. And don't be mean about it. Don't be nasty. Be friendly. Say, so I just want to check, are you joining in with the um, hashtag Radio Bland strike next week? Um and then you can decide, you know, on, on, whether you want to continue listening to that person or not, whether they're a, um, you know, a scab or not. Lazarou! Hey! <laughs> I just tweeted that I'm on the phone with you. Well, about to be. Am I on now? Yes. Hey! Oh. Solidarity, brother! There we go. Yes. I've got my fist to the side of my head. There we go. <laughs> not, a, not a radio show or podcast will pass my ears. Beautiful. Beautiful. Hey! <laughs> this is this is you've got a lovely you've got a lovely little chuckle there, Lazarou. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> hey, what's going? Someone I'm, tickling you? I'm nervous. You. I've put nervous. I've is put, someone I've tickling nervous. you? I need a wee on my tweet. Someone, someone's tickling you. Oh, yeah. Oh God, I wish. Oh, that nice. You know, no, there I was to tell you as well. Yes. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, go on. No, you said about the mandolin. Yeah. I was on Denmark Street the other day, fingering a nice Martin. Yep, yep. Yeah, they're, they're nice. And, yeah, it's good, it is good fun. And 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 I I looked at the mandolin and I've I've just paid off my tax and I've got a, I've got a couple of quid in the bank account. And I was looking at this mandolin. And I thought, no, 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 mm. no, no, no. You put it away. Wait until you, if it's, imagine if you've got a little cheeky bonus job 
Um, mm. I mean, I'm going to lose money next week, so I've got to count the pennies. But um, I, 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 one day, don't give it to the guys. No, no. Who? That was that was just silly advice. No. Yes. <laughs> hey, someone's tickling you again. Yeah, it will. There is there is a school of thought, and I mm. kind of adhere to it slightly. That excessive tickling of children mm. is abusive, is physical abuse. And I kind of buy into that because, right, a little bit of complicit tickling, right? Mm. If you, right, okay, listen to me. When you were, you were young and you were getting tickled by your mum or your dad or your uncle yeah. or whatever, right? It was, it was fun for a bit, wasn't it? Fun for about 10 seconds. Yeah, but then it yeah. becomes. It becomes painful and it becomes uncomfortable, but because you're laughing, everybody yeah, it just encourages thinks them. They, they think it's all it's all going well. Yeah, they enc- it encourages them and they think it's all going well. And and because you're laughing, it's confusing. Genuinely, it's confusing in the brain because your brain registers the laughter, but also it registers the fact <clears throat> that your body is being invaded. I'm being serious. Your no, body, and then your you body, really need a wee as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it is it is um. It is a form of physical abuse. So I make sure that when I tickle my boys, I only do it for yeah. about four seconds. And if they and if they come back, they get another four seconds. But I won't <laughs> do it any more than that. I will not tickle them for more than four seconds because I think it is abuse. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. You see? I know. I've come, I've come across all Sid. James, I don't know what's wrong with me. Don't worry. You, listen, it was a good call, Lazarus. You're going to have a wee. All right, we'll do. Peace, brother. Thank you very much indeed. Another name to add to the wall of names. Uh, 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 an hour um, uh, um, uh Dana. Dana. Oh, hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. <laughs> what kind of cake? Yep, lemon drizzle. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I'm all behind you. I just want to say that I... You know, I, I'm ready for the cause. Um, I don't work in radio, no. but I work in a shop. So if you want, I will make sure that the brothers and sisters on the front line of the shops will come out as well yep. um, in, in support. Switch those, uh, switch, those, switch those radios off. That's it. And, and you know, and, and intercoms and all that. So we, we're coming out. I'll make sure. Well, you can use it. Hang on a minute. Just to clarify, you can use intercoms. Intercoms are in, not in any way connected with the hashtag Radio Bland strike, oh, that's okay. the strike action that's taking place next week. Intercoms so when, are fine. So the announcement of a spillage in aisle three is, yep. is okay. That's all that, good. That, that's, that's good. That's fine. Okay, that's good. But but also, just wanted to just check exactly what time on Monday should we start. Midnight. Midnight Monday. So it's, it, it's midnight Monday. Okay, Sunday night, sure. going into Monday, midnight, stop. Well, there you go. Turn your radio off, take the batteries out. Um, uh, put it in a drawer, and you can turn it again uh, on again on um, the Saturday. Brilliant, because this is, you know, I think this is the start. This is the start of a new new world uh, world order, and I suspect we will be in, a, you know, at the end of the week. We, we as a crowd, will be throwing you up on our shoulders yep. and holding you high as we march. This is no, listen. Now you're being silly because this is here. I'm, this is a genuine. I'm not doing a stunt. Everyone's going to do a stunt because it says the thing is going on holiday. No, the bosses have just ru- that wasn't on the website at ten o'clock this evening. They've just put that on because no, they're trying to make their own. Way. They are making their own false narrative, fake news. No, this is serious. Time. This is absolutely yeah. serious. I am going on strike next week to have protest against the blandness of the radio that is being pumped out through our speakers. 
have you have you ever been on strike no, before? No, I haven't. No. I when I worked at the BBC a long, long time ago, there there was a, a big strike, and outside Television Centre there were just crowds of people. There was no one outside Woodlands, which is where BBC Enterprises was. I just walked out, you know, and then I walked down the road, and I just happened to casually mention it. By the time I came back after lunch, I couldn't get back in the building. <laughs> There's like this multitude of people have converged on 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 Woodlands, and yeah. So I, I sort of caused a bit of a ruckus there, I think. Well, though, I'll be causing a ruckus next week, Dana. That's what's happening. Let's go to Dan. Good evening, Dan. Good evening, Ian. Um, congratulations right behind you. Thank you. You know, it, it, it takes a man of your stature to say that radio has hit a wall. Yep. You, you've, you're saying you're putting yourself forward. You were the first to do it. Yep. You're taking the whole week off. Oh, I'm a trailblazer. You are. And do you know what? You're not the only one on Dab Radio. Yep. Whose ratings are a bit down. Only ever so slightly you're, for this show. But. Yep. You're saying, I'm happy to take this hit. Yep. Do you know who else is doing the same next week? I. <laughs> I'm talking about radio shows, actual shows that are on the radio, not, not you know, not anything else. It has to be broadcasting on an actual radio network for it to count. Moyles is joining you. Is he? Moyles is on side. Is he? Is that true? Can we get? Hang on a minute, Catherine. Can we get confirmation on that? Can we get in touch? Is Moyles is Moyles joining the strike? Is that true? Is that true, Dan? It's completely true. Cass just looking it up. It's true. He's on strike. He's on strike. Excellent. Thank you, Moyles. Thank you, brother. Yes. Well done. We may we may have had beef in the past, but I I will happily hold his hand uh, outside a picket line. uh, Definitely beautiful. Thank you for that, Dan. I think it was important that you know, because really, you're up there now. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. Thank you, Chris Moyles. Uh, If Chris wants to come on the show and talk about it, open invitation, buddy. That is fantastic. Look at that. Some big names already coming on board. Um, Don't forget, ask your local radio presenters, hashtag Radio Bland, whether they... um, um, What's this? Who's this Ewan Cameron? Ewan Cameron. Watching your show on Periscope, and even you don't look convinced with your call for a strike. But, but sorry, you. What, what do you want me to do? Get my get my wanger out and start playing with it? What? You, you hold up placards? What? You want me to get a little brazier and start a fight? What, what, what do you mean I don't look convinced? What do you want me to do? My convinced face? All right, this is for you and Cameron on on Periscope. This is my convinced face. Okay, here we go. Hang on, I'll do it better. So I'm doing this for you. This is for you and Cameron on Periscope who says I don't look convinced. Here's my convinced face. Happy now, Ewan? Happy, Ewan? What kind of face do you want me to do, you muppet? It's radio. The Periscope is a bonus, you absolute pudding. Delete your account. Let's see what Ewan does. Presenter at ST... Oh! <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh. Do you know what Ewan is? S C S C A B a scab. He works in radio, mate. Come on, buddy. You're either with me or against me. You're against me. That's absolutely fine. You don't want to go on strike. I'm not making anyone else go on strike, Ewan. But you've got to ask yourself this question. If you're not part of the solution, then you're part of the problem. Convinced face.
across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It's really simple. We've got used, uh, slowly over a period of years, I don't want to say dumbed down, blanded down. Let's go back 20 years, right? Tommy Boyd was on the radio. Nick Abbott was good. Um, Robbie Vincent. Jeremy Beadle. People who were absolute masters at manipulating the airwaves to form sounds in your ear that would create images in your brain that could confuse you, that could enlighten you, that could challenge you, that could educate you, that could excite you, that could arouse you, that could amuse you. Those people could take you anywhere in the universe, any time, any place, anywhere in the universe, just by talking into this. And slowly, over the last 20 years, just taken the edges off, ever so slightly, taken the edges off. Anyone with a bit of personality just been slowly eroded away until what have you got? Me. That's it. That's it. Me. I'm sick and tired of, of, of being the person that carries the whole of this industry on my shoulders, on my own. I'm also scared scared i'm scared that i'll get worn away and that i'll end up doing phone-ins on brexit phone-ins on trump should we legalize cannabis call me now oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand what about the death penalty Maybe we should bring back hanging, but only for paedophiles. 0344 499 1000. And while we're talking about that, here's a bit of light relief. Who remembers dib dabs? You remember the, the sherbet thing and you got a lolly and you'd, you'd lick the lolly, then you'd put it in the dib dab packet and you'd have sherbet on your lolly. Do you remember that? Or watch out, watch out, there's a Humphrey about. Remember them? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Is it true they only made five episodes of Bod? Is that true? There's the one where he fell down the hole. There's the one with the giant strawberry. Can't think of the others. I know it's true they only made six episodes of Mr. Ben. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What was that advert that Kevin Keegan used to do with that boxer? It was for aftershave, wasn't it? I can't remember the name of the aftershave, and I can't Google it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. 
What do you think about Donald Trump? He's the worst thing that's ever happened to the world, slash the best thing that's ever happened to the world. Give me a call now. We'll put you on the air. We'll put you on hashtag Radio Bland. Really keen to hear your thoughts, but only up until midnight, because after midnight, we're going to start talking about Brexit. And the conversation on Trump being excellent slash terrible will end. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Why haven't they legalized cannabis yet? Guys, because I tell you what, and this is a serious point. I've seen more fights started by people who've had a few beers than people who have had a few joints. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Why don't they castrate pedophiles? I mean, then it's safe for everybody, isn't it? If we know they're a paedophile, let's castrate them. If they still act out, then we hang them. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Hashtag radio bland. Wagon wheels are smaller now than they used to be. You can't kid me. I know. I know these things. I also remember Texan bars. Texan bars. Can you still get Texan bars? What's your favourite flavour of crisp? Mine's cheese and onion. Old school, but I like it. But I get confused because sometimes cheese and onion, to me... That should be a blue bag, but sometimes it's a green bag. What's that all about? When did they change that? I preferred the crisps that were plain, and you got a little blue bag of salt. Do you remember them? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Do you remember them? Got a little blue bag of salt. You were in control of how much salt you put on your crisps. They've taken that away from us, the nanny state. I don't think fat people should be allowed to have operations on the NHS until they've lost weight. Call me now. Smoking outside a hospital? Are you having a laugh? They should ban it. They should allow smoking in hospitals. Call me now. 03444991000. Of course we shouldn't slash should teach children about sex. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand hashtag radio bland. Is Tony Hart dead? I don't know, and I can't Google it. Could you give me a call? I used to like Tony Hart. If you had a picture on the wall in uh, the Tony Hart program, could you give us a call? I used to like Mr. Bennett. I wonder what Mr. Bennett's up to these days. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. But if we legalise cannabis, then it would encourage kids to get stoned, and I don't want kids to be stoned at school. We should definitely bring back hanging when we are one hundred percent sure. They are guilty. You can't trust a Muslim. 
You can't. It's in the Quran. We're all infidels. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I say, if anybody tries to get into this country illegally, we should be able to shoot them. They're coming from Syria and they're landing in Greece. The rule is you stop in the first country you find sanctuary in. So what the hell are they doing trying to get over here? It's because of the benefits. That is what we have got used to. And we're better than that. You're better than that. Trust me, you deserve better. That's what this strike is about. Not about me, not about raising awareness of me or this station. Not about that. It's about raising the entertainment factor. Hashtag Radio Bland. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Uh, you can watch us on Periscope, periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. For some reason, the comments have frozen on there again. I don't know why. Um, sorry, the phones have gone absolutely bonkers. Mostly people's uh, supporting me. Um, some people not supporting me, but but then um, actually being quite rude to Catherine or Ed, who are answering the telephones, um, shouting abuse at them, um, saying that this is this is Rollocks, and and um, then slamming the phone down. It has been noted um, that at least three of those callers sound remarkably like. Julia Hartley Brewer. Now, I don't, I'm not saying, I'm just going by what they've said to me. Just going by what they said to me during that break. I don't know. I couldn't possibly comment. Um, we'll see what happens. 0344 499 1000. Let's rattle through some of these calls. Good evening, Paul. The listeners united will never be defeated. The listeners united. It's time for action, Ian. You with me, brother? Yeah, all the way. Do you Radio think I can. Bland, it's taken over. Oh, it's awful. It's awful, and you're an intelligent yeah. bloke, and I know you. Fo- I've heard you on other shows and other stations, but you're, I, I, I listen to you, and I think Paul's better than that. Paul's better than that, but there is nowhere to go, is there? No, well, I found you, Ian, and it's like um, you know, you just speak, you're a different spirit, man. There's a freedom there, and I like it, you know. Well, bless you, I, I appreciate it. Listen, I know that Liverpool um, uh, 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 is, it can be very political and can be very militant. Uh, what, what are the chances, do you reckon, of getting the, the entire city, and it's a beautiful city, the Liverpool behind this radio bland, uh, hashtag radio bland strike? It's going to happen, Ian, because we, we've had enough of uh, the same old, same old. Yeah. Uh, and fake presenters, mm. you know. There's no one speaking from the heart, man. No. You speak from the heart, I speak from the heart, you mightn't agree with me. No, exactly. But I believe in passion, and I believe in get it out there and shake the boat. And also... And got to rattle the rattle, man. Can I say, as well, some people are saying, oh, this is a lefty thing. It's a, no, no, not at all. Some of my, some of the, 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 the few remaining voices on radio that I enjoy listening to are, are right-wing, and I d- completely disagree with their politics, but exactly what you said there, Paul, it's passion, and it's speaking it's be from freedom, the heart. It's got to be freedom, mate. Yes. It's got to have freedom. Yeah. 
Yes. It's about liberty. It's about freeing the spirit. Don't be bogged down by corporatism, by doing the same as everybody else, by just getting your voice out there. Have something to say. Be imaginative. Let loose. And, and be really bold. let rip. And be, that's what you do here. Be, be bold. Well, I do let rip sometimes, but and I, I think you can hear that on DAB. But be bold as well, right? Even if what you're saying, be if you're bold, the lone voice it. in the wilderness, if you believe in it, that's good enough. That's Let's good roar enough. like lines in. You know the line is as be as bold as a line. You roar, and when you roar, people shake. Yeah. Now sometimes that roar comes to an end, and even a silence because we had silence in the night. Didn't yes, we? we did. Even a silence scares people because yep. they have to think. Then, so you're shaking, you're shaking the cage, and they need shaking it up, man. It's like the punk rock revolution. You've got to shake well. the cage, and it just gets bland. Everything gets corporate. Everyone starts copying each other, yeah. and everything gets boring. We want exciting radio in. And you're the leader. You're at the vanguard and, of it. And, and Paul, You've got to lead us to victory. Next week, by withdrawing my labour, that's the most yes. exciting radio I can give you. By it's not unique, turning man. up. Yeah, it's unique. People don't do that. I mean, on the radio, presenters, they just want to get the face out there constantly. Yeah. Oh, God. If you say, no, I'm turning me back on you, that's going to shake him, man. Yeah. Can you up? Can you all follow me on Twitter? Can you? Can you all? De- I want to get my Twitter. Fo- What's that got to do with anything? You're right. I'm. I'm I am. I yeah. am a man alone here, Paul. But we've just heard that Chris Miles is joining us. That's brilliant. He's going to be on strike next week. Um. And, and I'm asking everyone politely. Do it politely. But just ask your your radio presenters whether it's on Twitter, whether you phone them up on their shows and say, <laughs> just before I go, um, will you be joining Ian Lee on Talk Radio in his strike next week? That's what you got to do. Don't Ian, be I'm going to extend it. Go I'm going to ban it. I'm going to uh, sort of banish radio for the whole of Lent. I'm going to make a spiritual statement before God Almighty wow. and say, "Shake it up, Lord. Send the thunder down. Send the thunder. Send the fire and change things." Paul, you're. A, thank you, mate. Thank you. I don't share your religious beliefs, but I share your passion. Thank you, mate. Look at that. He's invoked the name of the Lord in this. He's invoked the name of the Lord in this, Paul did. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I disagree with a lot of of, of Paul on his politics, but I certainly don't disagree with his right to say it, and I certainly don't disagree with his passion. With his passion. 0344 499 Jerry. Jack Lord. Wi-Fi boo. Yes. the good Lord. Well, yeah, he was. It was uh, Jack Lord was good, wasn't he? Because he was on the he was on the balcony and he had his back to us. Then, as the camera got nearer to him, he turned round. That sexual turn. Sexual turn. Yeah. Did Jack Lord ever do anything else? I don't know. What about? No, I don't think he did. I, I, I can't really. remember, remember seeing Jack Lord anywhere apart from a police station or a beach. <laughs> no, but I'd say he's a bit like GG. They, there's a TV series. Is it Lethal Weapon? The TV, there's a TV series of Lethal Weapon coming out. Oh, not with Mel Gibson. No, I, I doubt it. You never know. You, well, you, you don't know these days, do you? What's what's um, what's what's going to happen? You I'm behind with this radio bland thing. You're, you're you supporting us? Well, thank you. Did you get me treated right? Might be flooring your argument because you want to get rid of DJs. Most station wise, especially commercial radio. Yeah, just want music, so. No, it, 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 it's a gamble, Jerry. This is this is the biggest. Killing music. 
This is the biggest punt of my career. This could backfire spectacularly. I, I've, I'm already getting abuse on Twitter. I've said we've had abusive phone calls. People have phoned up. Do you want to go on air? No, I don't. Just tell him he's a tosser. Well, Slam the phone Kenny down. Everett nowadays? Would he be on the radio? No, of course he wouldn't. Of course he wouldn't. He's, uh, he's dead, Jerry. That's why, mate. Yeah, no, but if he was... Uh, oh, if he was alive now. Sorry, yeah. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course we wouldn't, mate. Of course we wouldn't. I've about shaking before. Never stopped shaking. Can, uh, can I, listen, and I, I, I use Paul there to speak on behalf of uh, Liverpool, an entire city. Can I use you to speak on behalf of the disabled community? Would you say, Jerry, as a spokesperson for the disabled, that all disabled people are behind this action? I'll push for it. Beautiful. Thank you, dear Jerry. He's going to push for it. There we go. We've got Liverpool. We've got disabled people behind us. We've got Miles behind us. Are you behind us? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand hashtag Radio Bland. We got Bernie Clifton coming up in a bit. Um, my voice has gone funny. It's weird. It's gone a bit croaky. Um, and I don't. I noticed it last night, right after the show. It's fine for the show. Then after the show, it went a bit croaky. And today it's been a bit croaky. But I feel fine. I don't think I'm losing it. I haven't lost it for over a year. Down, 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 down. We started. Uh, my boys and I. Um, cause they play these Lego, um, these Lego games on the Xbox and there's one and it's brilliant. It's like all different things together. So it's like Lord of the Rings and Batman and Superman and Doctor Who and, um, Back to the Future and, 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 and Harry Potter. They're all in the same game. It's really lovely, but they'd never seen, um, Back to the Future. So the Back to the Future car comes in. They said, Oh, what's that? I said, Oh, it's, it's, it's a really good film. We'll get it. So I bought the trilogy. You can get the trilogy for like tenner, right? Um, and we started watching the first Back to the Future today. Be warned, there are a few S-bombs in there and a couple of JCs, a couple of blasphemy, uh, the, the, the blasphemy, the, the S-bombs, uh, there's a couple, okay. But the boys haven't really noticed it yet. And the first thing I noticed was, I, I haven't seen Back to the Future since the, probably the first time they showed it on the telly, because I don't remember... I don't remember the first 10 minutes with all the clocks and the dog food and the phone call and this giant speaker and the weird little electric guitar. I don't remember any of that. But here's the thing. The first 20 minutes, I don't really remember any. I'm not sure I've seen Back to the Future before because I don't remember the bit before he goes back in time where Biff is bullying his dad and his mum. And you can see all the makeup to make them look. I don't remember any of that. Maybe I've never seen Back to the Future. Huey Lewis is in it, of course. Um, but the first 20 minutes is really slow. Really. And that's... I, I remember at the time, if I've seen it, I don't know if I have, um, it being quite fast-paced. That was the pace of films in the in the mid to late 80s. Very slow. Um, and I could feel the, the boys' attention waning slightly. But then when the car rocks up, Suddenly, it gets very, it gets very, very sexy, and we we we've watched it up like the first thirty-five minutes, up to he meets his dad as a boy in the diner, and I've stopped it there. We've just seen that scene, and I've stopped it there, and it's already it's blown the boy's mind. I'm going, you understand it? The guy, I think so. I'm going, you know who that guy is? This is his dad, and who's that guy? I don't know. Well, that's Biff, who was bu- bullying the dad a bit earlier on. So we've got that. My favourite is two. Two, I think, is a masterpiece. Three, yeah. Boring three, isn't it? It's, it's quite boring. Um, three. 
It's cowboys. I don't like cowboys. I find cowboy things very, very dull and tedious. I always have done. Never liked a cowboy movie. Never liked, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, all that rubbish. Uh, And anything that's set in cowboy times. The only thing in cowboy... Here we go. There is one exception that proves my rule. The 0344 499 1000. We're getting through the calls as quickly as we can, but I'm on a roll now, so maybe we won't take any calls till after the news. But do phone up and book your place. Get better getting quick because it's the, the phones have gone nuts. Um, the only cowboy thing that's any good, Laurel and Hardy way out west. That's the only cowboy thing that I think is, is, is absolutely brilliant. Everything else, boring, isn't it? boring anyway i was going to tell you i had a moment of zen today i haven't had a moment of zen for i don't know years cowboy times only lasted 20 years yet they got so many films out of them jeez um because it's quite a nice sunny day today and i'm wearing a shirt that i quite like and i bought this shirt about two years ago it's a bit thick for the studio white shirt cream shirt with the the popper's buttons i like the popper's buttons that's why i'm thinking of cowboys i like the popper's buttons um, and I was wearing that, and I thought, Am I, I'm, I've got this, this goatee beard. I'm quite enjoying the goatee beard, actually. I'm, I'm, I, I might stick stick around for a bit. It's all right, isn't it? Um, and it was a sunny day, and um, I had a jacket on. I thought I looked all right, and I kind of felt all right, and I'd, I'd, I'd had a good sleep, and um, I had a cup of coffee, and I'd done a little bit of work. I paid some bills, and I'd, I'd managed to chase up the um, switch, switched energy supply. So I would do a morning of doing all that stuff. And I went to get my youngest from school and I was stood outside the school and the sun was shining on me. And I was just looking off into the distance and I thought, oh, I feel quite good. Now, as soon as you feel that, the Zen has gone because the, the Zen is kind of feeling quite good, but not realising. I think this is Zen. Is this Zen? Zen is feeling like at one with everything, but not realising you're feeling at one with everything. As soon as you realise that you're feeling at one with everything, it's, the spell is broken and the zen is gone. I think that's what zen is. Have I got that right? I think that's what it is. Right. I can't Google it. Call me. <laughs> I love those phone-ins. Here's a, here's a question that's really easy. I can't Google it. Phone me. Um, And that moment only lasted... 10 seconds, 12 seconds tops. But it was just, I thought, oh, I've not had that for a couple of years. 12 seconds of being at peace, of being at one. Not feeling happy, not feeling sad, just just being. Uh, And I thought, oh, that's optimistic. It's the first time I've had that in a long, long time. And I may not get it again for ages, but I've had it. I've had it. I've had a little taste of it. And now I've had a taste of it, I'm reminded that I can have it again. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. We've got Bernie Clifton coming up. And I know some of you will be going, oh, flipping Bernie Clifton. Remember the interview with Tommy Cannon? I bet some of you thought exactly the same thing about Tommy Cannon. Flipping Cannon and Ball, really? I bet some of you thought the same. Um, And I've, I've had so much good feedback um about the tommy cannon we're going to do the same with bernie clifton and i'm going to give you his twitter handle because it'll be really nice if when you've heard it if you just tweet him it's bernie clifton underscore 
right? B-E-R-N-I-E, Clifton, underscore. Be really nice if, when, when you're listening to it, and we'll do it in the next hour, it's what I'm saying about radio not being bland, right? It can be a loving, sharing experience, right? So I spoke to Bernie Clifton last week. It's about 30 minutes long. It's cracking. You will love it. You will love it, okay? If, when you're listening to it, you feel so inclined, just tweet at Bernie Clifton underscore, just to let him know you're enjoying it. That's it. That's all you've got to do. Um, and I am convinced, I keep saying this, this is my new line, that the one thing I've learned from 2016 is we need to say thank you and well done and you are good to these people while they're alive. There's no point. In, you know, David Bowie dying the next day on the radio, it's, you're playing David Bowie songs and his album goes to number one. What's the point of that? What's much nicer is if you listen to the interview, and only if you enjoy it, if you're enjoying the interview with Bernie Clifton, which I'm pretty sure you will, and you're on Twitter, just tweet at Bernie Clifton underscore and say, I really enjoyed that chat. Thank you, Bernie. Thanks for the work. Thanks for making me laugh as a kid. Thanks for whatever. And I guarantee you will be enriching that gentleman's life. I guarantee it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hashtag Radio Bland. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Just whack the mic up. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're just going to riff now. Kath, come and join me in this show. Let's just riff. Let's just riff. See what happens. Let's just, you know, let's let's, let's 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 play some jazz. Yeah, let's see what happens. It may work. May not work. You just don't know what's going to happen. And that is the beauty of it. That is... Let me just turn this around a little bit so that the periscopers get to see the woman. Um, There we go. Beautiful. There we go. Hashtag Radio Bland. Let's just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. Got no idea what we're going to talk about in the next few minutes. Um, but we will be talking. Oh three, I tell you what, we'll take calls, call straight to air for the next ten minutes before we play uh, the Bernie Clifton interview. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, this is dangerous. There are my newspapers on the floor. <coughs> there are my notes. Down. Right. Okay. We're off. We're off. Let's just see what happens. We have got no phone calls yet. It's a blank switchboard. This is this is seat of your pants radio. This is the stuff. This is the stuff that um, the so you, you, my boss will be at home now in bed going, oh sweet lord, pick up the papers and do, no 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 call straight to where we might not get anything. It might not work. Beautiful, isn't it? Uh, isn't it dangerous? Oh three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Call straight to where for the next twelve minutes. Let's see what happens. Let's just wait. Let's just wait and see what happens. No one may call in. And that is absolutely fine. If you choose not to call in, it's interactive, you see. It's interactive. It's performance art. Uh, We can sit here and look like a a couple of lemons. If you want, it's in your hands. It's totally in your hands. Uh, I'd love it if you called in and told me what you'll be doing next week instead of listening to the radio that's what be, that would be nice to hear you can phone up and make fart noises for all i care i don't mind but 0344 you get the radio you deserve you deserve better we can get you better we can do it phone up now be part of the radio revolution yeah the home of free speech is happening here now Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Boom. Let's see what happens. Now, of course, no one may call in, Catherine. That's cool, and that's fine. That's fine as well. I mean, it's a little bit lazy of them, mm-hmm. but I don't care. I really don't care. Let's just see what happens. 
I reckon in 10 seconds we're going to get a phone call. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2... No, 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 don't, no, don't, 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 what do you make that noise for? No, I'm just smiling. No, well, They're playing one. with us. There we go, we've got we a phone go. call. I knew it. Told you we get a phone call in ten seconds. Thank you, caller. There we go, told you. Yep. I, know, I, know, I know how this works. I know how this game works. I said we get a call in ten seconds. We got a call in 10 seconds. Absolutely beautiful. Now, um, some of you are tweeting me asking what I'm going to be doing next week instead of um, broadcasting. Um, I am going to be, um, I will be doing interviews with the press. I will not be doing any interviews with any radio stations next week. I- I'm happy to record them this week, um, but I won't be doing any on air next week. So if you hear me on the radio next week, that's just because it's pre recorded. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy to talk to the press. I'll be um, speaking to other presenters. I'll be offering support for presenters who are perhaps not as well off as me, and, and, and I'm, I'm happy to go and do sandwich runs and, and, and things like that. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hip, hip, hip. Yep. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, regarding your facial hair. Yep. So I, I like your big, full beard. Like I play around with facial hair myself, not play around with it, but nope. you know, like... yeah, yeah, it's good, it's good, it's, it's good to have um, fun. Hello, he's got hello. Give your phone a hit, hit it. Oh dear. Okay, you see this, and he's gone. They don't like it up them. They don't like you know. Richard Whiteley was a spy. Mm-hmm. Um, working for MI5. Right. Right. And Ricky Tomlinson is convinced that that that, that Richard Whiteley stitched him up, and that's why he went to prison. Oh, you know Ricky Tomlinson was in prison. Well, I knew Ricky Tomlinson had been talking about Richard Whiteley. I didn't realise that there was that level of uh, animosity. Involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's and, and Ricky, of course, had been a guest several times on Countdown. He said, "If I'd known what then, what I know now, oh, what gosh. he claims to know now, mm. I'd have throttled him." Um, then you would be in prison. Well, you would be in prison. I met Richard Whiteley once. He came on um, a programme I was doing. Oh, no, he didn't come on. Maybe he didn't come on. I think he just came in to see us doing it because he was friends with someone who worked on it. And um, Everyone who worked with him loves him, don't they? No, apparently so. Yes, line two. Yeah, hello. Um, my name is Clive, and I just want to say that I agree with almost everything you say. What do you mean, almost everything? Well, um, I'm not quite sure about drugs. Um, there was a drug problem in my family, um, which was um, quite serious, and there was an awful lot of trouble over it. But what I do agree with, I agree with bringing back the death penalty, most especially for those that kill children. And I think that would save a lot of children's lives if these idiots that play about the children thought that if they went too far, they're for the rope. Another thing is that I think we're far too easy on criminals and they haven't got anything that sort of dissuades them from doing this. Should we chop, we should, um, we could chop the hands um, off of thieves, couldn't we? Um, Would you be up for that? I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. Someone's supposing someone broke into your house. 
that. But what I do think about is this um, um, telephone drive, telephone while you're driving. I was involved in something like this where I was off one morning very early. Yes. Um, drive a couple of hundred miles. Within the first 10 miles, I noticed a lorry on a straight road was in the centre of the road and he was coming over my side and I thought, my goodness, what do I do? Do I go to the right of that lorry yes. and hope that he's not yep. going to suddenly realise what he's doing and come back to the right? Or do I go through the hedge and chance what happened? What did then? you do? Well, fortunately, it was the, all guy, right. the idiot realised yeah. almost at the last moment before he fit, hit me that he was... So just to in, clarify, in you don't think we should legalise cannabis, you want to bring back um, hanging for paedophiles, and just remind yeah. me, do you remember Spangles? Uh, yeah, yeah, I used to eat Spangles. Well. Beautiful. La- full House. Line two, you're on the wireless. Do you know what, Ian? I was thinking of uh, Richard Whiteley. You just mentioned him before, and uh, I don't think the truth's out there, really, with regard to Richard Whiteley. I know before he died, he was suffering, he was incontinent, and that contributed to his bowel cancer. Okay. Terribly unfunny and tasteless joke. Maybe I should have dumped it. I hesitated. Just a terribly unfunny joke. Richard Whiteley was a delightful person. I see what he did there. Um, Isn't it funny? If you build it, they will come. Yeah. How long has that Greatly delayed. How long has action? (laughs) Well, the rant was an hour ago. But how long has that guy been listening for? Like, a, a week? T- today, the first show? Did he just literally hear that bit and go, oh, I must phone up ding, in an ding. hour? Yes. Um, you know what it is? You put up the bat signal. Yeah, you t- it, it, every box was ticked. Mess around with kids, they should be for the rope. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, we'll take calls straight to air for a few minutes. Someone have the Bernie Clifton thing. Uh, I do urge you, and I've just tweeted Bernie's handle, so it's easier to find, Bernie Clifton underscore, uh, that if you do enjoy the interview, or you're enjoying it as you listen to it, or it will go out as a podcast tomorrow, I'm assuming. Yes. Um, if, if you listen to it tomorrow, just be really nice. Um, just tweet him and say, I really enjoyed that interview, Bernie. Thank you. you know, just something, you know, whatever. Just or just thank you, you know, because these old guys, I mean, he's, he's in his 80s, Clifton. He's proper old. He really and generally, as a rule, these people really appreciate yeah. your oh, feedback. To- I'm still seeing people tweeting Tommy Cannon, you know, because obviously they're getting the podcast and, yeah. and listening to that. And, and I know for a fact that Tommy Cannon will be over the moon to think that um, there are there are people out there that, that remember them yeah. and are still enjoying them. So uh, thank you for that. And, and I just think the same thing with... Um, should happen with Clifton, you know. Um, who else? We've got Roy Wood coming up soon, haven't we? No. In April. Oh, yeah. No, not Roy Wood. You said Roy Wood to me. No, Roy Hood. You said Roy Wood. No, I never. You said Roy Wood. Roy Hood. You said Roy Wood. <laughs> no, you heard Roy Wood. Uh, Roy Hood, brilliant. But get an email to Roy Wood. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Roy Hood, beautiful. <laughs> yes, Dave. Who's looking out for what Mr Yap is doing next week, though? Sorry? 
Uh, who's looking at... Is anyone going to be spying on Mr Yap? Is he going to be uh, undermining us? Nothing to do with me. On? Nothing to do with me. Listen, I, I, I would not begrudge anybody... Uh, I know he's got kids, and I would not begrudge anybody um, who, who wants to feed their children. I, I, I personally have decided to go on strike next week. If, if, if um, Yap wants to cross the picket line that I will be um, uh, having out here, that's like, entirely up to him. And I will, I will protest outside the steps of talk radio peacefully. They'll, I won't be stopping anyone crossing if they don't want to. Power to you, brother. Yeah? Power, power. Yeah? I think this is, this is, this is, this is, uh, this is what radio needs. Thank you very much indeed. Does anyone have a clue what that guy was talking about? Line two, you're on the wireless. Ah, how are you, Ian? It's, uh, Simon. Yeah? How you doing? Okay. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, I just wanted to phone up. Uh, this isn't about me. I wanted to phone up and say thanks. I played at your performance ring on Sunday. Did a few songs. Oh, Simon! Yes, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Lovely to see you, mate. You're right. Yeah, yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm actually here with my brother, um, and we didn't realise that we had a, a mutual uh, fan here. But he's a bit of a fan of one of your old podcasts, and uh, he wanted to have a little chat with Yeah, go on, put him on, put him on. Yeah, it's Sam. Hey, Ian, how's it going? Hey, Sam, how you doing? Yeah, not bad. Uh, basically, I used to listen to your Lost podcast. Oh, yeah, flipping it. That was yeah, fun. That on, on Sky. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, good. It was with Geeky Tom and Paul Terry. Yeah, and I used to... Basically, there are only two Lost podcasts I've used to listen to, and it was the official one, and it was your one. Oh, thank you. No, we had a lot of fun doing that. It was, it was a really good time in my life doing that. I loved it. And so, basically, I wanted to ultimately ask what your opinion on the ending of Lost was. Absolutely awful. Complete and utter oh, guff. The last 20 minutes that I thought it was uh, awful. You didn't like it? No! Oh, limbo. <laughs> oh, Simon says they're in limbo. And... Yeah, they're, they're in limbo! The last series was set in limbo! Because <laughs> so I felt the final sort of divided people into two camps. Yeah. Uh, some people loved it. Those who were it. right and those who liked it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt I'd like I'd invested so much time in it, I kind of couldn't hate it, if you know what I, I mean. I felt <laughs> so betrayed. So I thought I'd invited them into my house and they betrayed me with that la the last 20 yeah, minutes. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. It's like, you know, for all these years, you've got the build up and you've all these promises and then it never quite. At the end, but I did it. I didn't mind the end, but I just it was a good. Listen, Sam, I've got to go because I've got to hit some breaks to make sure we get the thing. It was a good journey, but it was a terrible, terrible ending. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. One of the joys of um, this screen I have in front of me is I can see when people tweet. The station mm -hmm. and other radio presenters. Um, well, someone wasn't happy with... Um, which is how I know when people are tweeting the, the station about me, but not mentioning me. I can see it because it comes up on the screen. Um, and I, I can block if I so choose. But someone didn't enjoy their interview on James Whale this evening. <laughs> oh, dearie me. <laughs> um, interview on the Commons Forum Report on Russia. Rude, ill-informed interviewer. Cut me off. Won't be going... I'm guessing on again is the um, the next um, thing. Here's the thing, right? And I see this a lot with, 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 with people going on James's show or Julia's show or, or, or shows of other people, right? You get a tweet from a kid 
Not James, I know Ed does this. But you quite often you get a tweet from a kid saying, would you be up for, for coming on this show to talk about this? And instantly their egos like, oh, oh, I've been invited on, on a radio show. Oh, I've been invited on a radio show. Here's the thing, right? I've only been invited on other radio shows a few times, right? Here's the thing. Have a look at the name of the show. Have a look at host, who hosts it. Click through some of their tweets and maybe even have a listen to a little clip of it. Yeah. Because, know because, who you're talking to. Yeah, well, exactly. And I see it There's with... Um, I see b- people being invited on other people's shows and, I, and, and they go, yeah, I'd love to because their egos. Are like, you think, no, 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 no. No, no, no. I can't see the out time now, Ed. No, uh, no, 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 no. Um, do a bit of research. Don't just say yes blindly. Do a little bit of research. Of course you do. You know, so I, I haven't been invited on a TV show for years, but when I, whenever I was invited on a TV show, I'd watch it. Yeah. I'd go and watch an episode of it to see, is it going to be a stitch up? Where are they going to come from? How challenging is it going to be? Not got a problem with being challenged, but is it, am I, how's this going to, how are they going to make me look? yourself. Yeah. Are they going to stitch me up and make me look like a twit? Yes. Basically, and same with radio. You have a listen, find out who the person is. You know, you know when you, you, you know, if you know James Whale, you know the style of interviewing you're going to get with Julia. You know the style of interviewing you're going to get and where she's coming from politically. I've still not quite worked out where James is coming from politically, strangely enough. But with Julia, you know where she's coming from, so you, you kind of, you know, and, and yeah, go on if you want to be challenged. But always remember, always remember, as the host, I've got the fader. I've got the fader. Nine times out of ten, unless you're something brilliant, the host will win because the cards are stacked in the host's favour. I can cut you off. I can fade you down. It's totally stacked in my favour. And with some hosts, they'll talk about you once you're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. So you, you, you've got to be an amazing guest to beat the host in an interview. Uh, we're going to have another break. I know they're sandwiched together a little bit, but it's just the way that this has worked out, because the interview with Bernie Clifton is, is, is about 30, 35 minutes. So enjoy these ads, and then when we come back, I'll explain to you about Bernie. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yeah, we've got Roy Hudd coming up uh, later on in the year. Um, we're really... Um, Enjoying ourselves, me and Kath, going through, you know, uh, our iTunes folder and, and finding artists that we like and going through our memories and finding acts and comedians and actors and performers and writers that we like. Some of them you won't have heard of. Some of them you will have heard of. And I... I I just beg your indulgence, because, you know, I'd imagine if I heard someone was going to interview Bernie Clifton, part of me, the snide part of me, would go, whoa. But honestly, the next 35 minutes, we recorded this last week, it is one of the best interviews I have ever done in nearly 20 years of interviewing him, of interviewing people. If you enjoy it, at Bernie Clifton underscore. Here's Bernie. Bernie? No, you're Bernie, I'm Ian. Oh, hang on a minute, I'll get a mirror. Oh, blimey. <laughs> How are you doing, boss? You are right. I'm, I'm coping. Uh, yes, I'm fine. Coping, <laughs> coping with the strain, aren't I? <laughs> is, it, is it stressful for you now? It can't be stressful now, can well, yeah, it? Yeah, being a, being, a, being a sex bomb. <laughs> <laughs> you could, being a sex bomb, you could go off at any moment. I had a choice of, uh, of, of being a, a lollipop lady yes. or a sex bomb. Yes, we, yes, and you went for well, the sex bomb. Picked the wrong one, didn't I? I think you might have done. <laughs> uh, Bernie, you, now listen, I met you, you, I'm not saying this because to put you on the spot, but I met you about 
Oh, Christ, hang on. 30... Uh, about 35 years ago, because you were on... Because I was in the audience of Swap Shop. Do you remember the last series of Swap Shop? They had an audience in. Of course I do, yeah. And you were on there with Sarah Brightman and um, the Carpenters. What? Yeah. People say to me, I said, oh, I met Karen Carpenter, but she wasn't she too ill to go on? No, I, the, well, the way I remember it is that both her and Richard went on, and then the second half, Richard didn't go on because he had a migraine. That's how I remember it, but I was, I was eight or nine, so I might have got it the wrong way round. Oh, God, yeah. I, I do remember being on Swap Shop with her, and I knew there was some kind of a, a, a fracker about... And, uh, with hindsight, you know, with, with the with the terrible illness that she had, I probably just assumed that um, she was the one that. Uh, did yeah, I think it was. I mean, no, both ill because she obviously had anorexia, and he was, you know, came out. He was um, a, a prescription drug addict. But it's uh, that day is stuck in my mind, and I didn't get to meet the carpenters. But man alive, I got to meet you afterwards and get a signed photo, <laughs> and you, you, it was it was one of the biggest thrills of my life, Bernie. Oh man. That's <laughs> Do you know one of that's one of the fantastic things yeah. Ian, about being around so long? Yeah, is people come back to you, and, and, and there's no possible way that you could always remember. No, of them. course not. Of course not. Because I did, I, we, and we ought to talk about this. David Williams yeah. put up this idea for the Royal Variety, and he said, "You won't remember me." And I went, well, "Of course I remember you." And they said, "No." He said, "When I was a writer on Anton Deck, like." 20-odd years ago, and I went, what? <laughs> it's, it's brilliant, isn't it? It is, it is funny, because it, you're one of those acts, I'm guessing you didn't start out as a children's entertainer, but you're one of those acts that everybody enjoys, you know, whether it's an 88-year-old or it's an 8-year-old, you seem to be able to communicate to all ages. It's a fantastic, it's a fantastic, well, I, I started out as a plumber in St. Helens. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And I decided, as I, I was, I was the world's worst plumber. I, I used to carry my own tsunami around with me. <laughs> <laughs> How did you make the move then from that into into going on stage? Oh, I, I, was, I, 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 I don't. I could always sing. I got a, I got a, I got a job singing with a local dance band. Right. And I thought, well, phew, if this is better than bloody plumbing. I'll yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny? We had um, Tommy, Tommy Cannon on yesterday, and him and Bobby Ball started out as singers as well. It's funny, I, isn't it? I've got. I've, do you know what? I mean, I am writing my book, but I met the boys because they're on the road with this play, aren't they? Oh, I love, I love, I love the fact you call them the boys. That oh, that's great. Well, <laughs> when I was compare at yeah. the Aquarius Club in Chesterfield, I mean, how long have you got? Oh, we've got, we've got all night. But listen, honestly, I, I'm so thrilled, genuinely thrilled to talk to you. We'll stay as long as you want to stay. Yeah, it's fantastic because uh, when they 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 were a club act. And I had a job as a compare at the Aquarius Club in just 1973. Yeah. And I was book- I was in the office during the day booking the acts. And we got this up-and-coming act called Cannon and Ball. And uh, I remember it was 300 quid for the week. And we thought, well, we, we'll <laughs> we've heard these are good, so we'll, we'll, get, we'll make some money here. So we put a big banner headline. Yeah. Starring this week, Cannon and Ball. And they came... And they were, well, I'll tell you what, they were terrified. They said, we can't do this. I said, what? We, we can't top the bill. They said, we're just a support. Act. Isn't that funny? 
and they were, of course, they were. They came and they were brilliant. They were the, just on the way. One but. of the best double acts, I think, and shamefully kind of overlooked, I think. But go, just going back to you, Bernie, a bit. So, so you were you were doing the singing. And I know you've got a CD out, and we're going to play a song from that. Don't worry. Oh, um, but how did you? How did the comedy start? Was it just filling in between the songs, or, or, or was it a conscious no, was, decision? I was brought up. I was brought up in St Helens, and it's we on the building sites. I was, I was an apprentice. My, my mum had the idea that she was going to. I'm one of five boys, and she had the idea that all her sons were going to be tradesmen, and we were. Didn't matter whether you'd got any talent or not. <laughs> yeah. You had a job. I got a brother who was an electrician. The other one was a joiner. She had two plumbers. <laughs> it got nothing to do. But having a trade in those yeah. days was such a. Oh, it meant it work for life, didn't it? You were, you were guaranteed work. But I, I was because I was plumbing and, and fiddling about in the bathrooms. I, I'd, I'd got the acoustics to explore the uh, this singing voice wow. I discovered, yeah. and as a result, um, we there, there was a talent show on at the Theatre Royal just down the street from us, and me and my mate. Moggy Moore, we jumped up. <laughs> Moggy Moore, what a great Moggy name! Moore. <laughs> we jumped up on stage, and he was given this mop and a handle, and he had to make love to this mop. You know, he had to sort of be, get romantic, wow. uh, which was the funny bit. And then yeah. the guy looked at me and said, "Oh, you can just here's a mic, you can just sing a song." So I opened my mouth to sing, yeah. and the whole sort of theatre fell deathly quiet. And uh, I was singing along, and I was thinking, "Wow, something's." Something's going on here, and yeah. it's better than plumbing. Yeah. And I was hooked. And from then on, you know, I, I took the opportunity and was doing little talent contests and got the job singing with a dance band. And But the comedy, interestingly, I mentioned the dance band and the dance hall because yeah. having got the job as a dance band singer, I was banned from the dance hall uh, three months later for during the last waltz riding round the dance floor on the doorman's bike. <laughs> I, I was wondering where that was going. I'm glad it was a bike, but still, flip it, heck, brilliant. No, it was because uh, growing up in St Helens in the fifties, uh, yeah. we were twelve miles from Liverpool, um, so we got that kind of Merseyside, that Scouse uh, humour. Plus, I was on the building site with a lot of Irish labourers, yeah. and we'd do anything for the crack. Yeah. It was mischief, and we—it it was a wonderful sort of mischievous humour that I was brought up with and I'm, I'm sure it was something to do with the part of the world yeah. um, that, I was, that I'm from. Do you remember, Bernie, that, was there a, like a gig or a, a show or, or, or a pay packet where you thought, I think I can make a career out of this, I can get a living out of this? Well, I went, and eventually, having got to the age of 21, and um, and, and I, I came out with a certificate that said, this man is a fully-fledged plumber. Wow. And although, not so much good when, when you sink units leaking, no good showing them a certificate. <laughs> but I was forced to go, to leave home and go into the, the RF with my national service. Yeah. Two years. And just pure quirk of fate, I was posted to the uh, Bomber Command Bombing School in near Don. Lancaster. Right. And at the time, uh, it, I mean, most of these big, uh, these Vulcan bombers, they're all they're out in the sticks in a, in the middle of nowhere. But yeah. because this wasn't this wasn't actually an aerodrome; it was a bombing school. Um, we used to train the the electronics officers to uh, drop bombs on Russia. That was the plan. Wow! And uh, but only on a five day week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And wouldn't do anything as ungentlemanly <laughs> as, as do it at the 
weekend. <laughs> got, got, there's got to be manners when you're dropping bombs on places. Oh, you got to be polite. Yeah, come, on, come on, chaps. Yes. And, uh, but as a result, I found that down the road from where I was, yeah. in, Don- in Doncaster, there was a club and a pub. It was this sort of birthplace of northern clubland. Oh, wow. And I used to, every Sunday morning here, I used to borrow the flight sergeant's bike and pedal into Donny oh, and hide the bike and then get on a bus out to some miners' welfare or some pit village. And I'd earn a, I'd, I'd do a, what we call a noon and night. And uh, I'd, get, I'd get four pounds for that. Wow. And at the, then late at night, I'd go back and the, the bike was always there where I'd hidden it. <laughs> but I was earning three pounds a week from Her Majesty. And for, so I was, wow, I was minted. So I thought, to myself, not only can I do it, but it's going to stop me going back to plumbing when that, that was my way. When you decided to go for the comedy, um, do you remember what the early act was like, what what you were doing in those 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 kind of early days? Yeah, I remember exactly. Go on. <laughs> not, not the same stuff you're doing now, you're going to tell me. <laughs> no, it was, it was um, there was always a, um, a sort of a threat and a sort of a leaning towards visuality and yeah. props, etc. And uh, I, I said, I got a, a, a mic stand because I got my own PA system and the rivet came out the bottom so that when I lifted the, the mic stand up, the base of the mic stand stayed on the floor. Beautiful. Thought, Hang on a minute. So what I did, I went and bought a load of marbles and filled the, the mic stand up with marbles. Oh. So when Fantastic. I lifted it up, not only did it come up, but all these marbles went all up and, f- and went down and fell in the pit on the drummer and the keyboards. <laughs> and so, so it was kind of a, this manic kind of sort of nonsense. And then I was I was doing a club, and if they liked you at the end of the night, they'd let you draw the raffle. And uh, there were two biscuit tins that the raffle tickets were in. So you turn, draw raffle. <laughs> so I drew the raffle tickets, and there were these two biscuit tins. Yeah. So I jumped in them both and started to do the fandango across the stage. And yeah. I thought, That's funny. So the following day, I'm at the supermarket collecting biscuit tins. So, and it was the prop. you've you've got one of those. You got you're quite a lanky comedian. I'm lanky. I'm a tall, skinny fellow. And so you've got that wonderful physicality. You've also got that wonderful face, Bernie, where you know you just you. You can just turn and, and, and look at the audience, and people will start laughing. Yeah, I mean that as a compliment, by the way. I don't, I don't mean that as a, <laughs> say you're an ugly fella. You, you've just got a really expressive face. I think it's, um, I, I, yeah, I think probably a lot of that is down to fear. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but there was a turning point. I mean, yeah. I, did, I was, Barney Collin saw me about the Variety Club, and um, he was in the audience, and he said, where have, you, where have you been? I said, I've just been doing the clubs, and he booked me to do the good old days yeah. at the City Varieties. And uh, so I went along, and I'd, I was doing my act, and I, was, what, not, I wasn't using props. I was just telling a few gags, and, yeah. and, and Les Dawson was topping the bill. Wow. And he took me to one side at the end of the show, and he gave me, actually, and he gave me a right rollicking. He really? Said, yeah, he said, what are you doing? He said, you just, you've got something, he said, but you're just doing what the, another hundred comics are doing. You know, on the comedians, yeah. or the, the, the standing there with an elbow on the mic stand. He said, there's something you've got that... And he said, why don't you... What, what do you really like? What kind of comedy do you enjoy? And I went, well, I just like working with props. And he, and he said, well, go out and be a prop comic. Yeah. Just be different. And I went out the following day. This is absolutely true. The, the day after I met him, I went out... And in Chesterfield, the, one of the shops was given over to a charity shop, and in the in the window was a full size lion skin hearth rug, full size. And I said, "How much?" And he said, 50 pence." And I bought it. And I went to my 
car and got the toy, tow rope on the back and I dragged this lion skin round Chesterfield <laughs> like a pet dog. <laughs> and all of a sudden I'd got biscuit tins yeah. to dance in. I'd got a lion skin. The act was a, growing. And on it went. If it was proper, Ian, I'd go for it. I, the fir- I, I, my first memory of seeing you, um, of course, is uh, on Cracker Jack. Ooh. And um, uh, do you know I'm 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 the oldest person here at this radio station. So whenever I say crackerjack, I leave a pause, and no one shouts it back. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with these people? But um, those uh, y- you were regular on there, and, and and those wonderful little short film, little skits that you did with Peter Glaze. Oh wow! I mean, that, that, and as a kid, I remember that you couldn't. Th- there was nothing funnier than seeing something like you with a ladder and Peter Glaze with a bucket. It, I was in hysterics. How, <laughs> how did you end up working with him? Was was that that the TV that put you together, or had you been well, working yeah, already? I mean, I came out of the clubs. A guy called Richard Armitage, who who was at No No Game Music, yeah. and uh, he saw me in Jersey in the summer season, and uh, brought. He said, "If you sign with me, I'll bring Bill Cotton out." And within three weeks, and Bill Cotton was head of uh, Light Entertainment yeah, of at course. BBC. And sure enough, he came out, and uh, and I got the the uh, the Lulu show from Saturday night at eight o'clock. Yeah. You know, two Ronnie slot, which was okay for me, but it still didn't place me where I needed to be. I wasn't quite the peg in the hole. But then Don McLean was leaving Cracker Jack. Of course. And he came back to, to, to Jersey. This is two years later. Yeah. Uh, Michael Hurl booked me uh, and to, to do Cracker Jack, and I did it for four years. And that was that was a dream. It was like a rep company. Was it only four years? Because I, 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 I take your word for it, of course. But in my head, you you were there forever. But that's that's quite a short time, actually. Yeah, but I mean, what funny? it was. I mean, you, you you turned up on a on a uh, you, 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 you turned up on a on a Tuesday and read and read the script. Yeah. And then do totally change it. Of course. And then the props would arrive in the middle of rehearsal, or as you were doing it on Friday afternoon, and there'd be the wrong props. And you literally, but the genius of the filming in was 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 Alan J. Bell, who subsequently went on to produce and direct Last of the Summer Wine. Ah, uh, okay, and yeah. They'd say, right, we're filming. Um, uh, tomorrow morning, 6am, everybody has got to be at the gasworks in Hounslow or somewhere. <laughs> and you turn up there, and on, on the way to the gig, yeah. uh, Alan would ring up Jeff Miles or John Adams and say, John, I've got an idea. Call in, get me a ladder, uh, two straw hats, and a bunch of carrots. <laughs> said, Why? Said, it, it, don't worry. And it, we actually sort of extemporised it and made it up yeah. as we went along with those little black and white films. They oh, were, they were great. You, you, you. They, I mean, they reminded me as a kid of Laurel and Hardy. And I think that you, the character that you were playing in those films, like I was saying to Tommy Cannon about Bobby Ball and about Stan Laurel, kids liked it because you were acting like a big kid you know and yeah. you, you you that kind of black that kind of sad blank expression and you were acting like a big kid and and that's wonderful to see it was it was a it was a brilliant brilliant learning curve i mean i'd i i'd come out of the clubs uh peter glaze the wonderful peter glaze um who was was a, was an actor and a, a, a comic actor yeah. and was actually the the straight man and the stand-in for the crazy gang when they were at the big wow. palace everything that uh if, there, if one fell ill Peter would step in and do, and they were, they says they were really evil sods, you know, they'd, they'd hide, they'd hide all his clothes, and at the end of the night, <laughs> while he was, should be heading for, uh, for home, he'd find his, his vest and his, everything else nailed to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and 
again, but it's all a learning curve. And he taught me something. We did, we had to do this thing in Blackpool, one of yeah. those little films, those high speed films, where we actually we were on a dodgem car. The dodgem car flipped off the track and went down a log flue on, on the on the big dipper yeah. on a dodgem car. And we did this about twenty times. And I said, Peter, I'm going to be sick. And he said, You just got to master the art of going. <laughs> Ooh, make it last, <laughs> and it was it was it was absolutely priceless. And lovely Jan, Jan Hunt, who I'm still a good friend of, yeah. still do Jan's tours with a with a musical. It was absolutely wonderful. But I, I, there's something about Crackerjack, and I said earlier on we 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 made it up as we went along. Yeah. We did a sketch as uh, the Logie Bird, the guy that invented television. Peter was Logie Bird, and I was his assistant. Yeah. And it was the week that Morecambe and Wise had left the BBC and announced they were going to Thames Television. Right, OK. Now, the, the, the line that we wrote in the script was, Peter said, Ooh, they've said you, what, where's all the other people? And I said, they've gone to Thames with Eric and Ernie. <laughs> Which I, we thought was funny. When the bosses at, at um, BBC heard this, yeah. it was very sensitive, very thin-skinned at the time. On the on the, the day that Crackerjack went out to the nation, we had to change the line. I went into a studio, and there's a guy in front of me um, with two faders, one for the mic they put me on, and one for the transmitter oh. transmission mic. Yeah. And when the line came up, they've gone to Thames with Eric and Ernie. He flipped <gasps> the transmission mic down, flipped mine up, and instead of my, me saying they've gone to Thames with Eric and Ernie, I was heard to say they've gone to watch Everton play Burnley. <laughs> and that's what that's wow. the cliff edge we were on. Yeah, isn't that incredible that oh. Crackerjack was seen as subversive by the suits? Do <laughs> yeah. you um do because a lot of people obviously as associate you with children's TV, and obviously your act before that wasn't a kid's act. You were playing the clubs and, and the variety clubs and all those things. Do you think doing Crackerjack in any way um, damaged your career? No, I don't. I'll tell you why. Go because on. at the time, I'd be, I'd be doing Crackerjack Friday at 5 to 5. Yeah. The following day, I'd be somewhere, maybe could have been anywhere in the country, like out in Essex doing a nightclub, doing a midnight cabaret. Yeah. It was acceptable at the time. Right. And I'd funny? go in for my band call at 10 o'clock at night to, to, to work to a crowd of drunks. And the band, the musicians would say, oh, man, we saw you yesterday on Crackerjack. That gag you did about... Uh, Wellington and Napoleon, we we well, we wet ourselves. <laughs> so, in other words, the the chasm now that exists between one uh, avenue and and the other, you know, like it didn't exist. I think it was they would take it, and if you had a strong club act, and of course you, you had to have to survive. Yeah, um, it 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 wasn't a stigma at all. You mentioned just going back very quickly. You, you mentioned the Lulu show. You weren't on that show the night that Jimi Hendrix was on there, were you? No, okay, okay. Just, um, uh, the there was a, a documentary series a few years ago, wasn't there? The Entertainers. Yeah. And I wondered what your thoughts were on that because I enjoyed it, but I felt it was people like you and the Crankies and Leo Sayer and stuff. I felt it was a little bit. Um, I thought it looked down on you guys a little bit. There, there was there was a tone I felt. Well, there's a there's a there's a famous um, um, documentary maker, Louis Theroux. Yeah, of course. And although it wasn't Louis, I think it was might have been Louis Production Company. Don't quote <sighs> me on that. Yeah, no, I think but, you're right, Bernie. Yeah. Well, there is actually there is, there is a there's, I think there's a mission, isn't there? If you've got a camera in you, they don't want bland. No. Do they? 
No. That's the, what they need, they need an angle. They need something that is controversial or another layer to be peeled off. And even though it, it might surprise people, I suppose, basically, personally, I think I'm a pretty private person. Yeah. With the result that when, um, you know, when the camera's on, I, what I used to do, this guy, this guy used to follow me into the hotel, to the bedroom door. I used to bang the door. His name is Nick Betts. He's a very famous <laughs> documentary maker still. And we still have a relationship. A very, we're good friends. But at the time, I thought, hang on a minute. And we used to pull his leg something awful. I remember him coming to, coming to visit me in a bungalow I was renting during pantomime. And as I, as I saw him coming up the drive, I'm trying to balance a saucepan full of water water so when he comes through the door the waterfall on his head we did some we t uh, that little tram that went up the pier at blackpool yeah. we taped him to the uh, oh, to the pole so he couldn't get off we all got off so um but i know what you're saying i watched i watched a funny clip of it on youtube today where it's you going right i've got to warm up my voice and you start going <laughs> and making the most ridiculous noises. It's wonderful to watch. Delicious. No what are you talking about? <laughs> it's, oh, it's, it's on YouTube. It's delicious. You'll say, I'm doing a big show on Saturday. I've got to warm my voice up. This is what all the big acts do. And you can start screaming. Do you know what? I'm going to look it up. Look, look it up. There's that, that clip. And, of course, you popped up on The Voice recently. I know. Well, I just had this mad idea. I, was, I told you uh, earlier on about my being a, like, like a boy singer. Yeah. And I've always sang. And in the, in, back in the day, if you had an act, like, can you imagine comics doing it these days, finishing on a song? But it was the way it was. You know, you'd open with a song, do your comedy, yeah. do the nonsense, and then finish on a big song. And about um, oh, five or six years ago, I, I met this girl, her name's Carly Paoli, again, a young beautiful mezzo-soprano and I just said I'd, I'd love to I'm sure I've got the makings of, of being a proper singer and she introduced me to a vocal coach at the Manchester Royal College of Music, the no Royal Northern College of wow. Music and when I turned up at reception uh, to me and he said what's going on, he's had a bit of wind up and I'm surrounded by all these students you know, violins and cellos, yeah. etc. Anyway, he listened to me, and he said, well, you, you know, there is something in, uh, in your voice. And he took me on, and he gave me, for three or four years, Ian, a, a series of, of, like, classical lessons yeah. on how to produce the voice in a classical manner. And, in other words, I, I, was, I, I began to get this technique of um, the, a proper singing technique. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, this voice is coming from somewhere, but who's going to listen to it? You know, where? And I thought, well, of all the of all the sort of national uh, talent shows that there are, the the one that gives the artist more respect, I think, is the um, is the Voice. Mm. So I auditioned for the Voice under my. I sent my forms off under my real name, uh, retired plumber from St. Helens, Bernard <laughs> Quinn. And uh, I, I didn't tell my manager, I didn't tell my oh, family, I didn't tell anybody in, in case yeah. they said, oh, do you think you should? And I just thought, no, I'm going to go for it. Oh, anyway, I went, you. auditioned, got through one audition. It's a painstaking yeah. series of, of tests before you actually begin to make progress in, in, in that program. And eventually they said, well, this is interesting. You've got very interesting. Sit down and tell us about yourself. And I said, well, as a matter of fact, I'm, not only am I Bernard Quinn, I am a retired ostrich jockey too. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it then 
they got very interested because um, it's quite a, it was quite a story, wasn't it? The yeah. fact that this guy, uh, Ostrich jockey, suddenly um, thinks he can, thinks he can sing, and he did me a power of good. Yeah. It was a risk. Yeah. But at the same time, it just but the people that have seen me live, they of course we know he can sing, but the vast majority mm. of the population, especially Ricky Wilson, you know. Yes. Ricky, Ricky was in bits when, having not turned his chair, yeah. um, and as I said on the programme, the voice is just like the clubs 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. The difference being that back in the day, they'd, they were facing you when you opened your mouth, then they'd turn the chairs <laughs> round the other way when you started to sing. <laughs> but when Ricky Wilson found out who I was, he, he went, oh, because he, he, as a child of six, his dad had taken him to see me. Oh, wow. And that frightened it wits out of him on the ostrich yeah. and his family never let him forget it I've actually got a photograph of me in, in Blackpool of oh. me menacing Ricky <laughs> whose father was a TV producer how funny and it was, so it's, it's it's that vague interlink again isn't yeah it? yeah um, are you still doing the radio, Bernie? Because I know you were on... Was it, Now, was it BBC Shropshire you were on? No, oh, Chef, it's Sheffield. Sheffield, sorry. You got the first two letters right. Yeah, we go. That's close enough. It's, it's, it's in Britain. Are you still doing it's, that? Uh, yeah, I do the uh, I do a show on uh, BBC Radio Sheffield uh, every weekend, and it's great fun. It's called Liveish, and it's... it's I've, I've never heard anything like it on local radio. No. As much as we get a panel, and we actually have an audience of... This uh, is it, because I, I was... People. I'm a big fan of... I'm a radio geek, Bernie, and I'm a big fan of local radio. I think there are some real gems hidden away and I, I don't remember where it was we were going but I was driving up through the country with my producer and we were flicking through the stations and you came on and it was I listened to it for about an hour until we lost the signal and it was wonderful and you're right there is nothing like it with, with you got you hosting it and a few people and an audience and it sounded wonderful yeah, we absolutely, we absolutely love it, and we and the, and the funny thing is, right, I'm determined to do the jokes. Yeah, because you know, I, I love the gags. Yeah, that, that British thing about there's a joke, it's got a beginning, a middle, and it's got an end. And I pick stuff out of my out of the cobwebs of my tired brain from thirty four. You can years hear the brain whirring away as if someone said something. I've got a gag somewhere. Yes, yeah, here it is. Somebody said the other day, oh, she said I was down in Cornwall. And I said, oh, yeah, I said, uh, I went down to a comedy festival in Cornwall. I went to the train station in Sheffield. I was buying the tickets. And I said, uh, two to Lou. And he said, cheerio. <laughs> because it's 40 years since I heard it. Nobody else has heard it. It's, it's tickling. The, it, I mean, I mean I'm, we're getting on to now my, my, my hero, my hero, Ken Dodd, you know. Yeah. Is, it's it's gag. It's that sort of level. Oh, of Bernie, we had um, a listener phoned in the other day, and he said he bought tickets for his mum and dad to go and see um, Ken Dodd, right? And the, um, they expected to be home by about eleven o'clock. They didn't get home by midnight. Didn't get home. By... They rolled in about half past two, and of course, he does five hours, <laughs> which is incredible. I mean, you talk about getting value for money. It, it goes oh, on for five amazing. and a half hours. Amazing, as he, as he says in his act, he says nobody ever gets mugged on the way home from a Ken Dodd concert because it's daylight. <laughs> he, he is the and, and and at last, you know, he's been uh, belatedly been recognised, you know, with the yeah. Knight of the Realm. I, I think he's I think he's wonderful. And uh, and Ken, we're, we're we're from the same neck of the woods, of course. And Ken always says he said the greatest compliment you can pay me is to call me an end of the pier comedian. Yeah. 
And because that's where the, back to the families again, isn't it? There's a thi- there's a real thing, and again, after we had Tommy Cannon, I was kind of thinking about this. I was guilty of it. There was a real thing where I think comedians of your ilk and Ken Dodd and Cannon and Ball, um, it, it, it became unfashionable as as things do. Things go in cycles. Um, oh. And for a few years, I think that kind of act became unfashionable. But but in in recent years, I think uh, people of all ages, you know, my kids and 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 me and and I I, I think we've actually started again to respect and realise that funny's funny. And it doesn't matter where it is or how old the person is or what they're wearing. If it's funny, it's funny. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, I think, I'm, I mean, I'm all in favour of of, uh, of of progress and styles change, don't they? I mean, yeah. in, in the 80s, uh, Ben Elton, and it got very, very political. And I think also what happened at that time, I think comedy was over-intellectualised. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. In my day, you'd say something that we weren't as obviously as political politically correct but it was okay at the time it's what it's the way the world was and i just think that this, a new generation and it needs a new i always remember when i was kicking off uh, in with the with the uh, the biscuit tins and yeah. the mic stand and the, the, and the lion skin this is before the ostrich yeah. an old musical comic that i worked with in a, in a in a club somewhere he came up to me and he said wow he said you know he said i've i've learned something tonight and i said what do you mean he said no he said i've seen something tonight in you that i haven't seen in my his generation and that is if you like it's 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 the it's the t- clock ticking and it's yeah. progress and yeah. things evolve yeah they have to bernie uh, you, I, i'm gonna let you go in a minute i could talk to you all night but I, but um you mentioned you're writing a book how, how close is that to coming out I'm about 30, 40,000 40, words in, and Blimey. apparently you need seventy, eighty thousand, and I've got up to nineteen seventy. When I look at the, the work, the work ethic that we had back in the day, where yeah. uh, Anthony Bygraves, Max's son, offered me a summer season in Devon, and I had a club act, and I thought, well, I, 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 I've got to take my kids, and I, I can't afford. Uh, digs down there. So I went and bought a caravan for 100 quid and a tow bar and we towed it down to Devon. Three it. kids in the back and the wheel fell off the caravan yeah. and, we, and uh, we, we we lived in a field for five months and it was but it's all a wonderful, wonderful um, adventure. Yeah. Right? And yeah. what, I, what I will say is that I just feel it's a privilege to be around at my because uh, I hit the big 8-0 last year. Wow, well congratulations. To, to be a, be around and, um, and and still be you know still talking about it. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing came, if you like, uh, came into focus uh, when last December uh, David David Williams asked me to do take part in this gag on the Royal Variety Show. And yeah. If if your listeners didn't hear it, the idea was that he would say, "Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have Barry Gibb, we have uh, we have this, we have Lady Gaga, we have Robbie <laughs> Williams, and, and, and we have Sting." But I'm afraid the top of the bill. Bernie Clifton with his comedy ostrich may not be able to appear. And he ran the gag right through the right through the show <laughs> until at the final walk down, down they came, the Gargars and the Sting and the Barry Gibbs and the Williams and last of all as they parted uh, who should come down oh. with an old guy on an ostrich? Beautiful. I, I just... by Williams on an ostrich as well. And to me that kind of um, sums it all up really. Yeah. I love the nonsense. 
just hearing you say Lady Gaga as well has made my day. Bernie, listen, uh, first of all, when the book's out, give us give us the nudge and you can come on and we'll we'll plug, you know, we'll talk about it and we'll we'll, we'll sell a few copies for you. But also, I just want to say thank you. Like, like I said to Tommy Cannon last night, thank you, man, because you've been a big part of my life. You've made me laugh a lot. Um, and it, it, it's genuinely a thrill for me to talk to, to my comedy hero. So thank oh, you very much, Bernie. And do you know, I, did you, you mentioned, can I just leave on this note? Yeah, go on. It, it always helps to have a trombone by oh, the phone, I feel. totally sucked me in. <laughs> Bernie Clifton, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. We'll speak again Thank soon. You. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Talk radio. Digital debate for the UK. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking. 